Here's a quick question for you. How did you sleep last night? If your battle for a good night's sleep feels relentless, I have the answer. It's a podcast called Sleep Wave with meditations and hypnosis created to help you fall asleep. My relaxation techniques will help you feel calm and ready for sleep with soft music that will help you fall asleep in minutes. Most listeners never hear the end of an episode. So search Sleep Wave on your favorite podcast app and find out why over a million people have fallen asleep to my voice. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This episode of Mother May I Sleep a Podcast is brought to you in part by the Lifetime Movie Club, the ultimate streaming destination for Lifetime movie lovers. Choose from 100 movies at any time, with new movies rotated in weekly to keep things fresh. And you can watch anywhere on your favorite device. As a bonus, listeners of this podcast get an exclusive one-month free trial. Go to LifetimeMovieClub.com slash malls to start your free month now. That's LifetimeMovieClub.com slash M-O-L-L-S. Welcome to Season 3 of Mother May I Sleep With Podcast. I'm your host, Molly McAleer. It's important, my darling boys, to reflect on the world at large at a time like this. That's why I brought you to Africa, the birthplace of mankind place where we can feel a greater rhythm. You're not going to start quoting Lion King again, are you? Okay, guys. Episode 2, Season 3. I brought back someone that we've had before. Her name is in the episode title, probably. So, hi, Blair Bursey. How are you? Hi, I'm doing good. Okay, so I was not originally going to do this movie second. And in fact, I wasn't really going to do it at all because I'm not affected by royal fever, personally. Mm. I, I I love Diana. I remember her growing, or I remember her dying when I was growing up so well. Right. Because my aunt was like a huge Princess Diana stan. She looked just like her in the 80s when my aunt was anorexic. That's what she'd always say. <laughs> I look just like Diana. Um, and she did look like her. Um, super beautiful. Actually, a lot more like troubled than I had realized for a really long time. And they kind of touch on that in the movie, which yeah, they I do. like. Because yeah. people have been talking lately about how... Diana, a lot of people thought she was like borderline or bipolar or something. She was seen to have some sort of there was mood a, disorder right. of sorts. Those are the things that I've heard, the labels I've thrown, heard thrown out. I'm not here to diagnose a dead woman. <laughs> right, right. But um, I, you know, view, grew up viewing her as like a saintly presence. And when uh, the royal wedding was coming up for Harry and Meghan, Everyone I was like in meetings with there, I was like, you know, are you watching the wedding? And they'd be like, I don't know why I care, but I am. And I said, honestly, I think that like there's this inherent thing where people care because it's Diana's sons. Like, as, True. you know, with William and with Harry, it's not like we're watching like princess blah, blah, blah of wherever. Right. Beatrice. Like, I don't care about Pippa. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And like even Pippa is like a, a tabloid made celebrity. Yeah. Right. Um, 
But I was watching, I was going through Snapchat or Instagram the day after the wedding and you were crying yep. on your page. And I was like, why is she crying? And like, here I am, like a hater. I didn't even watch the wedding. So like, I don't know why, <laughs> but I was surprised to see you were Me. crying watching the wedding because you're not like, yes, you're a sentimental person. You're a softy, but I didn't think you'd be like tuning into the royal wedding and crying. Yeah. I, I asked you why. And you, what, what did you say? Well, the cultural importance of not, and I will make this very clear. I don't feel like people need to be recognized by the crown. I have no like interest. The crown's like cosign doesn't mean a lot. Right. It doesn't right. mean anything. That's like a fake title. It doesn't mean anything. I don't think that Megan being like ushered into the family is the big deal. I think the big deal is that there's visibility. Right. And I think for the first time ever that young girls coming up don't have to rely on like princess tiana yeah and that's like their one thing or or now black panther like that's it we've had a good year and i was just like i cannot believe that within this dumpster fire of a year that i get to see something so beautiful and then get to see all of her friends which weren't like randos like you were saying like random duchess and like luanda seps is literally the like one countess that i would care about but everybody else i'm like i don't care about these corpses yeah but they're like big hats but then i see serena and like the the girl what's her name trojan the one from pretty little liars like oh, Troy and Belisario. Yeah. Like the suits cast. And so I'm like, this is actually yeah. something that I'm happy to watch. I wasn't expecting to be that moved, but watching, knowing all the drama, knowing that her dad couldn't come, then didn't want to come, then physically couldn't come. Yeah. And then seeing her mom there and witnessing pretty much like the blackest thing to happen to the royal totally. palace that I was in. I was like sold and I ju- it felt like I was witnessing a moment in history and not one of those that are, it's like imprinted in my memory in such a negative way. So right. I was moved. I was happy. And I had kind of been like, igno- I was aware of the fact that Meghan Markle was mixed. Mm-hmm. I knew she was from, or I knew she was an actress who was on suits, but I had kind of been like avoiding just, I just didn't care. Yeah. Like there's so much to, to keep up on right now mm-hmm. that like, I was like this one, I can categorically just like file it under. I don't give a shit. Right. Um, but then watching this movie, I realized that not only were there so many things that I knew about her that I hadn't really taken in, but there's like a lot there with Megan Markle. Mm-hmm. Like I was watching some interviews of her and there's something like, it was an interview of her on like, not Corden. Uh, what's the other late, late one? Um, uh, British guy. Oh, um, Craig yeah, Ferguson. Craig Ferguson. Thank you, Sam. Craigie Ferg. Uh, and he had her on, and he, she was so, like, there's just something royal about mm-hmm. her. Like, she, she has a regal vibe. Yeah, she really does. Like, she's obviously, like, highly intelligent. And, like, I assumed, like, I just didn't assume she'd be so, I just don't know anyone like that. Yeah. I don't know anyone who is that well. Like she's a, for an actress, especially Spoken, she's like poised. poised. Yeah, yeah. She's very poised and she has like a lot going on off, off the top. Mm-hmm. Like that's one thing that you don't often see with like a celebrity interview no. is like someone who just has a lot going off the top and she's very like polished and well-rounded. And I found that surprising just because especially her career path was, you know, deal or no deal model, which yeah. was like kind of a joke. I think for all of America for a long time, it was just yeah. like, here's this ridiculous show, a girl with a briefcase, with girls with 50 yeah. briefcases. Um, and then, 
you know, she goes to Suits, which is also like a, a very watched show, apparently, right. according to this movie, the most watched show in America. According to my godmother, her f- absolute favorite, and she's brilliant. And she's like, People Suits is the Suits. best show. People love She's been Suits. saying it for a long time. I'm embarrassed that I've never seen an episode. I mean, I don't know. I'm not embarrassed about it. I'm, I'm not thrilled about it, but I'm not embarrassed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, people love Suits. And so I kind of just... I mean, I figured like, yeah, she would have to be someone special, but Harry was also always the wild card of the royal family, like the Nazi suit, for example, yeah, or the Halloween yeah. costume. Um, I'm surprised that she, like, now that I know I'm like team Megan and mm-hmm. I'm like, why was, she, why was she, why would she be down to marry that kid? It's bots, he botswanted her. Yeah, he botswanted her. That's yeah. what happened. And I think she knew. The way that I think she's one of those few actresses that doesn't dumb herself down and doesn't do the coy cute thing when she's in an interview. Right. And I think she appreciated that he's the royal version of that. Yeah. He's the royal, not bad boy in the sense that he does anything bad, but he breaks the rules and he keeps it real as real as he can. Yeah. As opposed to everyone else who just kind of falls in line. And I think it's probably also the fact that he doesn't have the pressure of being like an heir to the, like the throne basically in any sort of like, I think it would have to be like even Prince George dies before yeah. Harry would be considered a, a runner. He's the fifth in line, yeah. I think, uh, beyond like past his own four year old nephew, which is really weird. Um, he loves the kids. I know they're so cute too. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I, I noticed that this movie, they kind of like line up where they're at. We'll get there in a second, but we see like basically where they leave us is that like, or where they start us with Harry, rather, is he's still very much in like his party phase, which was quite a long phase for him. Something that was very public. And I think that he also was able to have that time being unsettled because he didn't have any sort of, I mean, like immediate, like, crowns no he didn't and i think he he got a bit of a break because william did so william fell in line so he at least the royals got or the firm or whatever they call the like people that put out the press releases yeah they had the ability she said they say this in the movie a couple times it's yeah the The firm firm. it's the well it'll come up but like um they had the press release prints yeah they could william and then william met kate and then they had kids and so during that time, Harry can while out. He can't yeah. go to Botswana. He can't. And if they wanted to release a press release and if he was cool with that, then they did. And if they didn't, he was, he joined the Air Force and he, you know, he did yeah. all the things that I feel like anybody else wouldn't have been able to do. Yeah. Yeah. There's some interesting stuff about the Air Force in here too. Yeah. But also with William, it's like he balded. Like he started to look a lot older a lot mm, sooner mm, too. Mm. You know what I mean? They did not do him kind in this movie. I was like, come on, guys. No, Just- but I mean, like, here's the thing is I think people forget that William was so fucking hot when we were growing up. Yeah. Like he was hot. Like, yeah. He was the dreamy prince. Yeah. And then. He was like got Oof. some Jonathan Taylor Thomas shit like yeah. when he was like peak hot with like his his hair like when he walked by and his mom he always says like I use my fringe to block my tears and it's like that that swoop he had in his hair was like so hot but he lost it all Harry had the big come up oh my god what a sleeper ginge I, I know like I had never in a million years would I ever think I would have such lusty vibes I know for him and now. Yo, he's hot. There's something really hot about mm-hmm. him. Uh, the, the red hair is from the Spencer bloodline, which is the older bloodline. So his yeah. dad technically married up. I love that there, line. Yeah. It's, he drops that hot one on Megan and Botswana. Always, uh, 
Yeah, there's a lot of things too in this that are like that are just like, yeah, this is romantic, I guess. Like this is like, <laughs> also like this is like the last like it's a total fairy tale movie, yes. which is what I love. I love this because yes. I I'm genuinely excited about this movie too, which is good because Restless Virgins was great, but I didn't feel this like I'm coming home, like I'm doing the thing I love, and like the thing I love about this podcast is just like. That it always reminds me of what like a spiritual puppy I am that I can get so fucking excited about something every week. Like this is my favorite movie. It's the best movie in the whole world. And this was like while I was watching this, I was like, this is the best movie I've ever seen. I mean, granted, also the last time I was on and we did um it wasn't until death to us. His part. secret family. No, we did the other one. The other oh. one that's the exact same thing with the other deaf sister. Um it was till death to us part. Till, Till that to us. Yeah. Yeah. That also was one of the craziest movies I've ever seen in my life. But so I, that lifetime I, I wasn't me. excited to talk about it till you got here. <laughs> like I was also a little bit like, I feel like this is a punishment movie and like, and it was, but like in all the right ways, it wound yeah. up, by the way, like I told, I'm still like, I'm paying for the way that I talked about some of the house in that movie. Yeah. The Me? comments are like Molly's classist. And I'm like, no, like I'm not classist. Like they just put home goods, furniture in a fucking $5 million house. Look, jugs and it's, mugs. It's well, about, I'll never live it down. I honestly, it's about, it's about the set design. You guys, it's about movie set design. I have things from home goods. I said this in the last episode. I just felt so bad that someone's takeaway was that I was classist. I, no, the maybe take- I should stop worrying about it. Yeah, you should. Because like, that's feeding into it. But like, I just was like, that's insane that someone's takeaway is that like, I'm, they, they killed a dog guys. There were more important things happening in that movie. Yeah. Oh, jugs and mugs. So Megan and Harry. Um, so this movie is just, just great. And so I'm glad we're doing it because it is timely. And also Mm -hmm. I've noticed you guys, I read the message books and, or the Facebooks and stuff. I read all the stuff and I know that you guys have been watching this movie and loving it. So I'm glad that we get to do it really just like bring it home for y'all so we have a little bit of a new scale as well i just want to tell you now okay a lot of things have changed for season two the imd message boards are gone oh yeah scale i regret i forgot the last time i was on here i was like the greatest film i've ever seen wasn't it like it was a quentin tarantino oh i'm so probably okay yeah i gotta do over this is i have a quentin tarantino tattoo okay Okay. like i have my own set of problems (laughs) so We're going to open on young Harry, William, and Charles in Africa. Um, and they're on a safari thing. Right. Okay. After Diana's death. We flash back to a young Harry at the, at the, uh, funeral the week before. He puts a note on the mom's casket that says mummy. So the dad takes him down and he's like, you know, giving some sort of speech. And William goes, you're not going to start quoting the Lion King again, are you? Which is, Lifetime, like a little early to right. be like trying to stick in with a joke. I'm good on that. Um, and he basically, Harry's like, why did you make us walk behind the coffin? Right. Which is a good question. It is. And I guess like to me, I'd always take it for granted how much sense that made that they would have to do that. Was at the time, was there like talk about that being inappropriate? I have no recollection of it. I don't think I even watched her funeral. I yeah. know, like the first time I've seen the funeral was in this movie. It was a big, it was a big deal in my family. Everyone watched it. And I remember the talk of like stiff upper lip being like a big thing at the time where it was just like, that's the way that they're taught to behave is like, just, you don't cry. You don't show emotion. Ugh. Um, so he explained that the, he made them walk by the coffin because they have a duty to the country to set an example. And Harry's like, I don't want to set an example. So he runs off and he cries on a stump under a tree. And then we flash back to a clip of Diana, which is one of the 
couple I think we'll see in this movie. It might be the only one. Um, but the actress they hired to play Diana was great. I That's in my notes. I have casting perfection and then die. Yeah. That's- it's like really, it's really good. So wait, you die or she died? No, like lady die. Oh, okay. Like oh. Diana. Oh, okay. <laughs> I uh, died. I died. <laughs> and then uh, she died, but I died first. Uh, okay. So let's play 238 to 340. Good afternoon. What are we having today? Your Highness, uh, these are for the Queen's meeting with the Privy Council. Oh, such a shame. They look delicious. Uh, but perhaps if you're feeling peckish, we could arrange for something to be brought up. A hot dog. <laughs> a hot dog? Yes, please. With mustard and onions and relish. Right away. Anything else? No, thank you. We wouldn't want to be gluttons now, would we? Mm. Can you have we just asked for the pastries? I suppose. But where's the fun in that? What isn't it naughty? It's okay to be naughty sometimes. Just as long as you don't get caught. <laughs> I wish you didn't have to go. It's only for a little while. And you know I'm always with you. No matter where you are. Harry! It's not safe! Okay, so Harry's with the big ass lion now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so much for daydreaming. You look also, up in Africa, there's a goddamn lion. Casting. This movie has some of the best. little hen little Harry that we just saw, the adorable like pastry eating yeah. Harry. Adorable. Eat that eclair, little red head. You're adorable. <laughs> this one also cute. I know. These I know. Gingers. They did a great job. They did a great job with this. By the way, like if you're a young ginger actor, like this is the role of a oh, lifetime. This welcome. Is what this is why your mom enrolled you. Yeah, this is happening. It's really cute though. And I do have to say that the shots in Africa, while I'm pretty sure they're all green screened, are really beautiful. Breathtaking. Really, really beautiful. So um let's just touch on the diana stuff so obviously this is when diana was about to leave they're divorcing right Right. and it seems weird that she would have to ask for a pastry in the house i think she was being funny because she could see him like crawling under the table and like already being naughty so she was right you know they're kind of like whatever you want who eats mashed potatoes with a hot dog you know what british people we let it happen bangers and mash yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it did seem, it seemed like a strange choice. I love mustard with the hot dog though. Yeah. No, so. I'm down. I think she also was doing the whole like, fuck it. Ooh, right. I'm cursing already. But like, you know, like, she's like, I'm off my diet. Cause you know, that was like a whole thing with them too. Like, you can't be Sarah Ferguson. You can't get fat. You can't do this. You have to look perfect. So she's like, let's eat it. Let's do what we want. Why do they all eat Fergie again? Because, like, Fergie was, like, not liked as well. Like, not only was she a tabloid queen. I don't I don't know, but I just know that she was kind of, like, another one of those. Like, yeah. Like, blacklisted. One thing I want to really concentrate on is the depiction of Camilla in this movie. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. That was, that was my second most surprising experience. Like, really experience. stunning for me. So, but yeah, this this uh, clip with Diana is interesting just because it sets right away a totally different tone. Mm-hmm. Like, I think this is to be assumed is that this is the type of thing that Diana did with her boys that made yep. her more of a fun mom. But, like, right away to show her is sort of a... You know, like, lying's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, you could be a little bit naughty. Like, right away, that's kind of setting us up for a, a different tone. Which right. Which also made me wonder if, like, that's why the Camilla thing was... She was portrayed pretty favorably, I felt, in this movie. Oh, yeah. 100%. The only one that comes off looking 
like a mess as Kate a little bit. Yeah. She came off really poorly, which yeah. was shocking to me. By the way, this is my Lion King story. I've never seen the original Lion King. This is now what You've I You've never seen say. the Lion King? I don't do sad movies. Oh, yeah. It's really sad. Yeah. Horrible. So this is my new Lion King. Did you have to sit through Land Before Time? Oh, I don't want to talk about That's that. That's what like ruined that. my life. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. I can understand. I would no. never go back either. No. Like I saw that way too young and it really fucked with me. Yeah. Horrible. So, um... Harry is sitting there with a lion and then all of a sudden Charles rolls up on him and he's like, Harry, step back. And so Charles comes over with a gun to shoot the lion. Right. And right as he goes to shoot, Harry knocks the gun out of his hand. Right. Which that could have gone a few ways. (laughs) Could have gone. Yeah. Like I really was like, that's a great way to get accidentally shot, Harry. Also mauled. Right. Your dad's popping off by yeah. a lion that's already pissed. Yeah. Y'all are in his home. And there was like a few, uh, you know, parallels you could draw there. Yep. Because the lion just trots off. And Harry obviously thinks this lion is his mother. Yes. Like just... There's a... Mon- like there's a... What is it where it, it fades out from Diana's eyes straight into the lion? Oh, I did see so that. So it's like... She's like, I will always be with you. Like while, she, while he's like eating his like pastry. Oh. And then it goes right... Like he wakes up and the lion's right there watching him. Oh, I'm so clueless. So I, I didn't realize. Like, I didn't realize. You're right. Lion. So we see young Megan at home. She's playing with a black Barbie doll and a white Ken. White Ken is going to have dinner ready but by the time she gets home, which I love, of mm-hmm. course. And then she sees an ivory soap commercial. This is all true, by the way. This is actually like provable. I know. Yeah. So she's, uh, sees an ivory soap commercial and she goes and tells her dad, like, she's like, I don't like this. Makes it seem like this is a woman's job to cook at home. What does the dad say? He was like, well, she, I think she says something to him like, you, you wash dishes more than mom. And he was like, yeah, you got that right. Very blue collar. Yeah. Like, he says something where she's like, what should I do? Like, stop watching TVs. Like, don't be crazy. That's how we pay the bills. Right. Here. That, that I liked. Cause so, he was a Megan's lighting. dad. Yeah. He was a lighting guy, uh, a grip or something yeah. on Married with Children. Right. Which, of all shows, too. Like, that's quintessential. The yeah. American show. Yep. Um, and so he tells her, you know, make a change, sends her off with a pen. Yep. So, we ho- we home in America know now that she's written a letter to Ivory Soap that actually gets the language in the commercial change. Right. Did too. you see the Nick News commercial or the Nick News? Like the piece? Clip? Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. so she's cute. So, she has little chubby cheeks and her freckles. By the way, Megan is a proud freckle wearer. She loves I them. I love that about her. And she like makes sure that if you do press shots with her or any, she, you cannot take out her freckles. Yeah. She had her freckles at her wedding. Yep. So then we see, we cut to Megan's character. We cut from like a young Megan right into her character on modern day suits. So she's telling Megan. off a guy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and her boss, uh, after the, the cut, the director tells her like, why did you try this scene like a little bit more coy and coetish next time? And she's like, I don't think Rachel would do that. Um, which now this whole scene is like, this is, this would be a director and a writer's nightmare where the <laughs> right. actor's like, and I have questions about the next scene too. Like, why am I in a towel? And like, wardrobe I- is pissed and hair is pissed. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, while like this is a very noble scene, like just for young Americans out there, young actors out there, this is, this will get you fired. Not only will it get you fired, it'll get you written off. That's one of those things where then, that character goes to the elevator and it's like an empty shaft and then they fall and they're dead. Yeah, exactly. They don't um, want to deal with that on set. But, but 
I'd like to say once again, this is my favorite Lifetime movie. I love it to death. And I think what they were trying to do was show in her whole career on Suits, she made changes to her character. No, that's exactly what they were doing. And the director director says to her, like, what would you rather be wearing than a towel? She's like, how about a suit? I mean, it is the name of the show. Right. And you can hear, like, the laugh track inserted there. And I also, like, love, like, Lifetime just trying to lay that pipe any way they can. You know what I mean? What's Mm -hmm. the name of the show? That's what she should be wearing. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we cut to Harry in a nightclub. He's tearing it up. Oh, uh, popping bottles. Popping yeah. bottles. And uh, we see William coming into his room the next day, like drawing the drapes and just be like, what the fuck? Um, ripping open the curtains. Uh, he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, it's a private club. You know, I thought this was, I thought I could just be normal. He's like, I don't think this is normal anywhere. And, uh, and Harry's just like, aren't you bored of being perfect yet? And Will's like, it's not me that's perfect. It's Kate. I just shove her out there and she makes me look good. And then Harry says, she's the best thing that ever happened to you. And Will's like, you'll find someone. Uh, so Charles is like basically giving him the business. Yes. At the next day or that later that day. And it's Will, Kate, Harry, and Charles. So Charles is basically saying like after the Nazi uniform, it's stripping down, it's showing up the family jewels, LOL. Thought you would have been done with this. And Kate says to him like, look, if you, why don't you like hit up your old girlfriend? Right. And he's like, she's not the one. And Kate says, well, if you settle down, the press will too. They'll find someone else to focus on. And marriage isn't so bad. Is it? Is it Will? And she sees Will's looking at his phone and she's like, is it Will? (laughs) Which like paints her as an insane shrew. And I I was so surprised by this because like I would have never guessed that that's her reputation or. It was, that was a, a, Camilla was probably second in, in surprising me. Kate being portrayed as kind of like mildly racist bitch. I was, yeah, she's the easy go to. As the savior of this whole thing. Totally. The, the people's princess, a commoner. Oh, everybody loves Kate. Nah. Yeah. Kate is the killmonger in this bitch. Which I mean, like, she probably would have to be. Yeah. Realistically. Like, that makes sense. Like, in order to fit in with this royal family, she probably has had to take on a, on an air of attitude or something. But yeah. like, really to see her portrayed like that, I thought it was like unfavorable to the point of like, is that fair? Right. Like, is this fair? Like, I, what did she ever do to deserve this? I loved it. I and loved I never saw world. the original William and Kate. So maybe she was set up as a bitch in that one too, but. <gasps> I've never seen that either. Like I've I heard said, it was I not no, very like, good. It, it didn't mean anything to me. Um, and I recognized the actress. She's in the Royals, I think. She's maybe. Yeah. So it was like one of those things where I was like, Oh, British accent. Did I she love play her. Kate. Not, no, no, it's like, have, it's like, a fake. Like, oh, it's Liz a fictional, Hurley. Right. Yeah. Um, Liz Hurley's in it. Yeah. Oh, it's good. the best fake E show after the arrangement. Oh, okay. I like the arrangement. It's so good. Yeah. Okay. I, I figured that. Okay. I see. I thought that this actress might have played Kate in the original movie too. Oh, she looks so much like her. I didn't see the original movie, but maybe she looks so much like her. She does. And she has her down pat, like the mannerisms, the look. It was the only thing shocking was what she was saying. Right. Like if you muted it, it looks like a happy, like, family like tea big question on that for me though is like why like i guess i guess you know what the more the more i think about it the more like of course like she would have to have a little bit of a stick up her ass or at least grow one in order for grow a stick up her ass in order for her to like 
swing with this family. Also, we learn later on that she definitely sees her role as the baby maker. So I think that that could be tiring and taxing as hell. Yeah. To be like, look, I got to raise these damn kids. I mean, you know, she has ladies in waiting and like a hella like help. Right. Like it's probably frustrating to have to actually have responsibilities. Meanwhile, like your husband can kind of do what he wants. Totally. You're right. You're right. Cause you're right. She has like a, and then his baby brother. So she's like, you motherfuckers. I was a commoner and I have to deal with this. Right. Get up. There's a business. There's like a business angle here for her that she has to be on top of. You're totally right. Um, so let's play nine 32 to 11 40. This is a long, uh, clip and we're going to play one shortly after. But um, this is kind of where our, our lovely couple starts to uh, line up and meet. So would you rather be 42 divorced, no kids, 42 divorced with kids, or 42 never married, no kids? Divorced with kids, no question. Divorced with kids. But why can't I just be happily married with kids? Because that's not an option in this game. Or life. Personally, I have no interest in bringing children into this horrible world. So I vote for a single, no kids. Or if I have kids, I'll adopt. So are you and your fancy chef going to tie the knot and make babies? <laughs> oh, no. I'm so sorry. Wasn't meant to be. Hey, I'm single again. I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> it's fine. Having a man doesn't find me i just want to fulfill my potential whatever it is nice job darling <laughs> i swear to god every damn dress looks better than the last Aww. oh this is the one ralph will be thrilled i'll have it waiting for you before the event in london thanks violet Oh, I can't wait. I really need to get out of town. Your plans while you're there? Yeah, I'm going to see Serena at Wimbledon. I have an extra ticket. If you're interested. What about your plus one? No plus one, just me. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Why? I think you might get on well with a friend of mine. Too soon for a blind date. A little. Of course. I understand. But then again, as I was just painfully reminded, I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> well, neither is this one, but he's handsome, rich, well-connected, yeah. and unlike his older brother, he still has his hair. I don't care about any of that. Just tell me one thing. Is he nice? So that's real. Like, the, oh, yeah. The, is he kind? That was what she asked. Is yeah. he kind? So we see now Harry's getting set up. He's We're doing the reverse side. She's with Harry now at this red carpet event, setting her up. He's, you know, hesitant. And what we're going to see is he is going to show up to this dinner that they wind up having 40 minutes late and clearly hungover. Uh, his his guy that, like, drives him around, yeah, his bodyguard, his is valet. like, you, had, you broke up on the wrong side of the bed. And he's like... Or this morning. And he goes, oh, this afternoon. So, like, obviously Harry's, like, was half in the bag. Right. Uh, let's pick up at the date, uh, 1330 to 1530. And he also gives his guy, like, advice or, uh, the note that he's like, Hey, I'm going to go in. You're right. then you're going to come in and I'm going to get out of here in like 20 minutes. I'm over this or like in 45 minutes, come in and get me in. This is his usual right. sort of yeah. get out of jail free. He's basically doing his homegirl a favor by going on this date and he does not plan to he stick around. He says something like long enough to say that so she could say she went on a date with, with the a prince. prince. Yeah. Which, 
Oh, Harry. I mean, I wonder what he had been put through before that he's this jaded. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's sad. Uh, Especially because he was with that one girl, Chelsea, whatever, for like a really fucking long time. Like years, like seven years or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't. I think also it's the press stuff. You can tell, it's like, definitely it's the like press. he knows that anybody that he does anything for, whether it's like hold a door open or like wink at, that they get a whole full like front page story. And he's right. like, this American actress is going to have like a great life going on like E News and saying that she went on a date with me. Yeah, like this is a publicity yeah. for her almost. Hi there. Hi. I'm Megan. Hello. Yeah, I'm, I'm Harry. Uh, you look... Thank lo- you. I'm going to actually need you to hold off on the compliments until you have apologized for being 40 minutes late. Was I? Uh, sorry, I didn't realize. Uh, really? Can I just show you how this works? Um, you see here this shorthand? That one is the hours, and the long one is the minutes. Hmm. I've always wondered about that. Have you? An English boarding school education, it's highly overrated. Uh, I, I do apologize. Oh, no, that's okay. I mean, I feel like I can let it go, considering you've uh, agreed to meet me in such a uh, a lively setting. Sorry about that, too. Just best that we're not seen together publicly, for for your sake. Of course, I know. I mean, it would really hurt my street cred to be seen with a guy who can't tell time. I mean, I am kind of a well-known actress, after all. Uh, w- what is it you do? I'm uh, kind of the Prince of England. Right. Violet did mention that. Yeah, how's that going for you? Yeah, you know. It's ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Wow. Appreciate that level of detail. Sir, I'm terribly sorry to interrupt, but there's an emergency. Uh, um... Really? What kind of emergency? Uh, London Bridge is... Uh, falling down... Well, it's, it's, it's rather an ugly bridge. Very good, sir. Sorry about that. <laughs> I, t- I told him to go... I know exactly in. what you told him. I practically invented that move. Yeah, I've been on a lot of blind dates, pretty much all of them bad. Well, let's see if we can break that streak. So Harry and Megan have a great date and we can play the entirety of it for you, but it's just goes on forever. And it, it seems to go on forever in real life too, yeah. till dawn. Yeah. Till the sun comes up. I will, I'll be honest with you. Like if you have that much of a problem with tardiness, leave, like let it go, Megan. Like you don't have to tell him how to tell time. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like this is where the, the I, I mean, it was a cute bit. Sure. And right. I'm sure they were trying to like, you know, figure out a way to like put in there that she's going to hold him accountable, but she's playful. Exactly. But like, girl, come on. And this is a real Megan I'm talking to. I'm talking to whoever wrote this over at Lifetime. By the way, fun fact about this took two weeks to write this. Script. Oh, no question. They went from. I think they got green. I read that they got greenlit the day that the engagement announcement came out. They got sure. greenlit. So they were in production by the end of that month. Because William and Kate was a huge movie yeah. for them, too. And, like, this is, like, 
this is exactly the type of like in real time movies Lifetime should be making. Oh, hell yeah. This is also the best Lifetime movie ever. And the, that other Lifetime, the Netflix movie did so well. So I think that everybody wants. Wait, which one was that? Oh, God. Like Prince for Prince Charming. Oh. For, like, it, like it's like one of the more watched things. It was like a Prince for Christmas. Or right. Something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it was like yeah. huge. People kept watching it. I watched it. It was good. Yeah. But it's no Harry and Meghan. This is the best one. This is great because it is a real story. I mean, obviously, like with Harry being like the little, you know, scamp that he is, he would need like a ball busting yeah, woman he would. who could oh. get it. And Parisa, the girl, Parisa Fitz Henley, um, she is in on Midnight Texas. So she plays okay. like a sassy witch in that. What's that? It's this crazy show. It's not gonna it's gonna sound like when you describe true blood to people okay. and they're like, uh there is like there where cat tigers. It's a there's a tiger and the a priest and what an is this on NBC. Oh, okay. and it got picked up for a season two. Um, but she's like she's like a very like imagine if like like um Lisa Bonet, but like Texas Lisa Bonet, like yeah. and a witch. So she's super sassy, and there's some of the looks in this that are so jiffable because that's what kept me going through that dating scene where she like cocks her eye when he comes and he's like like James Bond. He's like, Prince, we need you. And she looks, she's like, Oh really? Or yeah, yeah, the yeah, makeup yeah, yeah. trailer when she was like, you know, like you're not getting any younger. Like those looks where she like cocks her eye and she's like, Oh, y'all are talking to me. Yeah. That's what keeps me going through moments like the that. The actress does a great job yeah. with the material she's given. Like I really think that she kind of she fills in like where a lesser actress would make Megan seem annoying or something else. Because yeah. it is this is annoying dialogue. Like this is Yeah. Like, girl, if you can't, if you don't like a guy that's 40 minutes late, then like, why are you going to sit through dinner with him? Right. No matter how many martinis you're drinking. You're right. Like, also, and, if you're drunk by that point. You're and done. we should also point out what we figured out beforehand, which is that this is almost definitely a private room at Soho House. Oh, for sure. Yeah. This is for sure Soho House. And the, they go back, they reference it again later on in the movie. Um, yeah. They go to Soho for like a dinner party, but like, this does look like it's set in like a weird boardroom almost, yeah. which there are... I've only been to the Soho House in LA, but I know that there are, it's Soho House in LA too, they still have it, like, which is like kind of like small, almost like boardrooms. Yeah, like the little private area with like a little bar area that you can have like your food on or whatever. So, yeah, so this, this is, is like some sort of room they had rented there, out for the night. There are those things on the wall, like the locker numbers. Oh yeah, yeah. I did see that. Yeah, there, I feel like on the wall. So I think that that's like, oh, if you're a member and you have a key, then you, you know, it's, right, right, it's right, a right. Soho house. So when she says like, thanks for meeting me in a lively setting, it was, right. I went two ways about it. Cause one, yes, it is like an empty, stiff room, but two, I'm like, this is a private room at Soho House. Like, right. you know what this is. Also, you probably just walked through like 18 million people and celebrities and like thumping music to get here. Right. Um, but so I like this scene. I also just have like, they could have done a better job at making Megan seem more likable here. I think the actress did all the heavy lifting. Yeah. Um, but the whole thing is, is that Megan's not afraid of Harry and we kind of get into that the next morning when they're still, they're talking till dawn and they haven't kissed or anything yet. Um, and Megan talks a little bit to Harry about, you know, being in the air force and he talks about how he had to get taken out because basically he made his squad a target. Mm hmm. Which is real. Which is real. Yeah. And he gets teased a lot for this too. We see this later on as well. Yeah. Um, but 
the best part is, so we started a, like, sort of an Olympics for, is it called the, what is it? Invictus Games. Okay, yeah, yeah, which is for, like, wounded vets, basically. Um, And then all of a sudden, Megan says, like, did you hear that poem Morgan Friedman said? Which, did he say it at the Games? Because I don't know where this came from. (laughs) But all of a sudden, he recites a poem that Morgan Friedman did. Yeah. The two of them are very, like, they're feeling it. Yeah, I'm assuming and they go to kiss, but then uh, the lights come in. Right. And it's clearly daytime. Megan gets up and excuses herself. Yes. <laughs> the spell is broken. That's exactly what it is. And uh, Harry gets to the car and uh, wakes up his valet guy. And he's like, best blind date ever. Right. So it's on. Uh, Megan's back home. She's talking to her mom on the phone. She's so excited. Megan's begging her mom not to say anything. So um, Harry calls Megan. Uh, she's reading The Crown. Uh, and he's watching Suits. But they both tell each other they're kind of up to nothing. Uh, and he tells her he wants to take her somewhere special mid-August for their next date. So um, welcome to Botswana, baby. Yeah. Uh, we see the two of them on a helicopter. Um, he's enjoying her, enjoying herself. Um, he screams out, welcome to Botswana as they land in the helicopters taking off. They're both dressed like, like a cartoon of what someone wears to Africa. They look like I've never seen out of Africa just because I just, everybody would be like, oh, that's the longest movie ever. Yeah. They look like in my idea when somebody talks about the movie out of Africa. Yes. This is, exa- you could tell me that this was from out of Africa. And yeah. There, she's wearing like a white linen yeah. top and he's wearing like the cargo shorts and it's yeah. very, uh, very good, good for them. Good for them. By the way, the br- there's bracelet issues will come up later, but he does. I now watching it for the fourth time, fifth time now. Uh, I can see the bracelet in every scene. Yeah, he's wearing it's it like, in every so scene. So this is this. That's his. He loves Botswana. Yeah, that's his happy place. Yes, yes, and like that's also for people who don't realize like there's a huge connection between Diana yeah. and Africa as well. Like this is a very much like a thing for him, which I think is interesting. I think that that would surprise a lot of people that didn't really know about like what the royals do. Is like how much time they've spent in Africa and like the charity work that they do there. Yeah. I think that that, I think less, I think people are less surprised by like celebrity and more surprised like Angelina Jolie going there. Like even, even if Meghan Markle went there, I feel like people would be less surprised than the fact that like Prince Harry stays in a tent. Tools around chill, there, yeah, yeah. And is like, and very comfortable, comfortable enough to have like a regular routine in Botswana. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, we um cut back home to Will saying he bought Swan at her. Mm-hmm. Um, Which Kate. is a gif that's available on Twitter, thanks to Oh, Lifetime. really? Yeah. Oh, thank God. During, um, yeah. And he, he usually doesn't do this so quickly, he says. He's taken girls there before, but not so quickly. Uh, and then Kate says um, she's a little bit worried about him being with an American actress because they tend mm, to be really loud. There's another adjective that she throws in what does she say and she's black she was like she it was like the last thing she was like she's divorced Uh, she's an actress and she's black oh yeah i was see i wasn't listening to this scene you're already you've written her off as like a horrid bitch yeah well this whole scene is really like i just don't understand this depiction of kate i don't i I don't know why i think she's a saint i don't i i mean everyone has their flaws especially like you realize that these people are humans yeah like which is you know weird because yeah. like it's hard to think about what the fuck they talk about in their royal palace yeah yeah she threw in that black thing at the end like i didn't hear that and because she, all i heard is that she says that they're so loud and then we cut to megan screaming as they drape a snake around her neck right in Botswana. 
And, you know, we see her feeding giraffes and, like, just doing, you know, African safari things. Um, And she says to him at the end, this is a lot better than the jungle ride at Disneyland. And Harry says, my mom took me there when I was young. She can't believe that. And he says, my mom wanted me to do a lot of, like, normal things, which is weird. I think I remember, like, the paparazzi pictures. Like, she really took him to, like, Euro Disney? Of them Disney? being on, like, Splash yeah. Mountain. No, they went to, like, USA, like, Disney oh, World. Wow. Yeah. And I think they went on, like, Splash Mountain. I think I remember that quite well. Yeah. It seems like they're definitely pushing hard that Diana wanted him to have a normal experience in some aspects. So the fact that he married a normal girl makes sense. Yeah. Like, we're seeing that he... He's one that stro- like went that direction and strives to have some kind of normalcy in his life, whereas like William was just doing his duty. Yeah. Yeah. And Kate's a bitch. I mean, he has no purpose. Yeah. Like Harry compared to the rest of the family, he doesn't have like a a purpose, really. Yeah. So um they're talking to the son, whatever, and he tells her about this lion thing, about how he saw the lion when he was a kid and he thought it was his mom. And she's like, I think that sounds great. And he's like, It's cause you're from California. Ha ha. Then they kiss. Super romantic. They pull away. It's like a great shot mm-hmm. of the two of them kissing on a hill. Uh let's play twenty five fifty three to twenty eight thirty six. Um people always ask me, What are you? When I say I'm an actor, I'm a a blogger, I'm a decent cook, firm believer in the effectiveness of a handwritten note. What they mean is, what are you, black or white? It's like they Mm. just can't wrap their heads around anything in between. And I couldn't either as a kid, you know, especially after the divorce, I had to be two different people. How old were you? Six. Getting shuttled between two worlds. You know, my parents really tried to help. I remember one Christmas, my dad put together two sets of dolls, one black and one white, to make a little blended family. I mean, I'm proud of it now that I can't just be put into a box. But at the time, it was was really, really hard. Anyway, I'm sorry if I'm getting too serious for you. No, no, no. You want to talk serious? Uh, Mm. Try being a ginger in England. A ginger? A redhead. Ah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Why are the Harry Potter films so unrealistic? Why? Because a ginger kid has two friends. (laughs) What did the ginger make for dinner? What? Reservations for one. Aw. Okay, last one. What do gingers look forward to later in life? I don't know what. Grey hair, obviously. I'm sorry, I feel like I really shouldn't laugh at that. No, it's it's kind of funny. Except people used to say I couldn't really be my father's son because of this. This is from the Spencer's line, which, by the way, is older than the Windsors. So, technically, my dad married up. (laughs) So was there um, a lot of tension between the families? Uh, Let's just say I know how you felt being shuttled back and forth between divorced parents who lived two very different lives. And, of course, being shot by the paps in the backseat of my mum's car crying was also wonderful. Having your parents divorce in the tabloids, I cannot imagine how hard it must have been for you guys. I promised myself I'd never have kids unless I knew the relationship would go the distance. Mm. Yeah. For the record... I've always had a thing for redheads. Is that so? Yeah. 
they're about to like bone, right? Obviously, we're this all is boning. The big scene, but we're all boning. Everybody. But all right, this is like not even close to the first time. Well, I mean, I guess this is the first time we see that he like tries to compare her being a mixed race American girl to yes. his royal lineage, mm-hmm. which is not helpful. Like, I feel like he just keeps trying to diffuse things by being like, I get it. Like, trust me. And I would say that they both. I can relate to being ostracized mm-hmm. or um, subjects of interest or something for different reasons. But to I I don't I just felt like it was wildly insensitive every time he did it. <laughs> it's like I get you. It's like you have different problems, like very fundamentally different problems. And I didn't like that this the actress who plays Megan like is or the Megan character rather I should say is constantly like yeah that is the same like. I think this movie was written by two Brits and the idea that they would have to figure out a narrative of how a black woman or a biracial woman would explain to an uber white guy, like yeah. what the experience is like. I think they just tried and it missed the mark a little, missed the markle, so to speak. Yeah. Um, but I think what they were trying to do was say <clears throat> in a very clear way. You don't need way, to defend these people. Well, I'm just, it's the best Lifetime movie I've ever seen. Sure. I think what they were just trying to say was that for the first time ever, he found somebody with a similar path. Like sure. he was seven when his mom died and his world broke apart and the divorce was crazy for him. She understands what no, divorce I under- is like. I so it's like that. they tried, but it just, ee, they were like us too. It does serve a little bit of a metaphor though for like, just basically how these conversations are handled in general because like he kind of steamrolls her oh yeah point of view to be like yeah well my mom died you know also and, like, like ginger do you think black jokes are bad right wait till you hear a redhead joke i mean <laughs> real real bad real i mean like also like he's like you know your childhood that we were just talking about here's a, a harry potter joke right he's like a solid here harry potter redhead slam like it's just so it's like embarrassing Oh. It really, it's it's embarrassing. I had to say, like, as it's a cr- white person, a I cringe. I cringe. It's a cringe because it's not comparable. Yeah, and it's not helpful to railroad someone when they're talking about their childhood to be like, well, I yeah, I mean, I get it because I have red hair and mm-hmm. it was photographed a lot. It's different. Uh, yeah, that yeah. To say um, the least. So Megan gets up, disrobes, does her like looking over the shoulder thing, and is like, "Are you joining me?" Um, it was very pretty woman. I yeah, appreciated that. Totally. So they're in bed, uh, post sex. Uh, there's a lion roaring outside. Um, and she's worried about how close the lion is. Um, and he's like, no, 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 no. Like lions don't roar when they're hungry and that lions roar when they're looking for their mate. The male lion roars. So he's like, look, they've out each other just like them. Back Here's my fucking. question. There was like no mosquito netting or anything like that. And I really was like worried. I'm like, Megan, don't like take your clothes off without mosquito netting. Citronella candles, only the best. There's mosquito snipers. I mean, mosquitoes are, are, that's an issue throughout all of Africa, right? Am I wrong? It's not like a, it's not like a nation to nation sort of thing. No, but I'm trying to think if it would be a seasonal thing. Like if it was cooler, maybe then it's like, it's August, though. Oh, but also Botswana's hella dry. So mosquitoes yeah. wouldn't be around unless there was water. Okay. So okay. maybe that, like, they don't have, like, the same issues. They have yeah. lion issues. Let's not compound the lion issues with mosquito I issues. I just keep saying that, like, I... <laughs> there are other bugs. I would sure. want a net. 
I would yeah. want an at. I think they probably, I think it's hot and dry, and so they don't have mosquito issues, but they probably have huge, crazy bug issues. Yeah, totally. Cause and also, like, lizards. And there's, a, there's a lot of I mean, people out are there. just worried about mosquito bites yeah. with the mosquitoes. There's transference of disease, right? Oh, yeah. That's why. Yeah, okay. that's it. Yeah. Because otherwise, no one would give a shit. They Not at all. They get some bug spray, calm down. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, so they get back home and like Harry's on cloud nine mm-hmm. and Will and Kate are just saying that they watch suits over the weekend. Will's like, we binge watch it. I love that expression. Binge watch, which like, <laughs> I guess they're that out of touch. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, I guess it's an American thing. They don't, the crown doesn't binge watch. Like, right. they're like, right. We, we take in a, a cinema. It is weird to think about them having like no grasp on our slang or whatever. Though. It is. You know, it is. I have a hard time believing that that's the case though. But I feel like Brits, there are a lot of things that we use so much that they're like, what the hell is that? Yeah. So I think that's, it's less of like a, a wealthy thing and more of like a Brit thing. I think they don't. When I went to London, I saw the bodyguard, the musical, which is like one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. Um, and the woman who played the Whitney Houston character was like their version of American idols, like winner. Mm-hmm. And she's like a big deal over there. And, uh, I don't remember her name, but I remember like, everyone's like, this is Will's favorite singer. Oh, and I remember with you, that was so weird. Was it? Like, I mean, she's like the Kelly Clarkson right. of London, which right. I just thought was so strange, though, because I was like, can you imagine like our president acknowledging like the winner of American Idol? I mean, now, yeah, but yeah, like now, any other year, no, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, oh my god, <laughs> there's a lot of like things in this too, where it's like, oh. This actually was kind of a long time ago, but not that long ago. But we changed so much. The election was still had it happen during like the most part of this. So, um, Megan's hair is fucked up, but she goes back to the suit set and like her gay hairdresser on set is playing with her hair. And he is like, Oh, your hair is fucked up. He's like, where were you like in a mud bath? And like, she was like, yeah. And he's like, you don't do this for everyone. Uh, and she basically like is like, I'm dating Prince Harry. Like, I'm really into him. And the guy goes, no, 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 no. You don't want to become royal roadkill, which I thought was really, that was rough. Yeah. But I think that there are two things that happen. One, you know, like on sets, that is the person that is in your face 24 sure. seven. The person that like, they know your business. They are like, what are you eating? Your royal hair is dry. I thought was tough though. Like yeah, that's, that's the guy she's dating's mom. You're like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's a tough. good gay friend right there. Sure, of course, <laughs> but, right? Yeah, but yeah, no, that was a that was a a good stern warning because she's not going to get it from anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, it just was that lifetime like chunky sort of like oh, okay, I guess I'm swallowing this. Okay, yeah. So she says to herself, "Glass ceilings, not glass slippers. Head get on straight. Nine. Head get on straight. I, I feel don't like love. she wrote that on the tig." Uh, that was like probably one of those like motivational quotes. Yeah, because like it was like a very sassy line for something that was delivered very straight. I bet it's Googleable. Like I bet if we looked, that she like made like that quote before. Yeah, it does sound like like that was repeated from something. Mm-hmm. It's a Tig quote. We should have a Tig drinking game whenever it's like referred to. So, do you want to explain to our lovely viewers who? Uh, who the TIG is, what the TIG is. Oh, the TIG is, was, the TIG, RIP, was Meghan Markle's favorite 
Uh, it was her site. It was her blog. It was her home. It, it was, was, like a, it was like a lifestyle blog. It was a lifestyle blog, but it also had a life of its own. Apparently, um, she coined the phrase a Tig moment, which was the first time that she had, um, what wine is it? It's Tignello. Yeah, Tignello. For the very first time, she had her aha moment where she understood what people meant when they, like, savored wines and she was like the body the like so that was like her moment where she was like i get it i finally get what people mean when they talk about wine oh my god all these years yeah. so she would refer to these moments in her life as tig moments and encourage people to find their tig moment and i feel like that glass ceiling slipper is common as a tig moment like so this was her whole life outside of suits where she would kind of comment on what she was doing give people inspirational advice have like other followers and fans like right in there. I'm gonna throw out a couple things. Weird that she called it the Tig, considering there's a very famous comedian named Tig. True. That always sticks with me hard. Like yeah. I'm just like that's there's a very famous person like named yeah. You know, I mean, she has a last name, but she, she could just go by Tig like Madonna. And, like we will like <laughs> we'll know, know exactly what you're talking about. Um, I don't know, man. I thought I just think it's I think it's weird. I I mean, I know every actress needs to also have like a weird online presence. Right. It's usually some sort of like strange lifestyle brand that's not really hitting the mark. Um, but Markle. this just seemed very phoned in to me. Which in real life it seems phoned in or um, in both. Yeah. Like in both. Like it just didn't make sense. Like, it sounds I feel like it was one of those things her agent and her right. managers were like, you need this. And she was like, well, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it my way. And a manager that got like a digital manager to talk to her about like what her brand should be probably wouldn't have gone with the tip. Because my thing is, but, like, unless you're going to like, let's just like, say like Zoe with Hell Giggles yeah. or like Jessica Alba with Honest Company, unless you're going to like go big. Yeah. Don't bother. Right. It looks like you just have Instagram and yeah. like do it there. It looks like you have a, like a delusional Instagram right. is really what it is. It's because it's like, you know. Yes, people watch Suits, but no one knew who Meghan Markle was. No I didn't know she had a site. No. I don't think I've ever been to that site or heard anybody that had. I didn't know she was on Suits. I had never <laughs> seen her face. Right. I had never, I was unaware of anything to do with any of that. So to then learn that she, you know, has this lifestyle blog that means a lot to her is very strange to me. I think it's um, also, you know, when you live in a bubble, I think yeah. it, a lot of fans from Suits would visit love, and comment sure. and love it. And and then she could post like, oh, yeah, that outfit I wore in episode seven, you know, season five was blank from this person. Or, you know, my hairdresser gave me the best advice on how to treat split ends. Like, I think that that was kind of like her, her fan feed- feedback because they were filming in Canada. They weren't in Hollywood. So I think she had at least her. I was watching like some Megan stuff to sort of gear up for today. And one was her at like, it looked like the Paley Fest or whatever for people who don't know. That's like a TV place basically where they will like invite the Paley Center will invite up, invite up different casts of shows to do these things. And this, uh, one girl in the audience at the suits version of that, um, Megan called, like, recognized her in the audience and said, like, you're this one from social media. You, you know, you're going to Brazil to work on this project because you said my thing inspired you. And Megan, like, got up and she had had a note that she had written for her. And I thought that was, like, so sweet because one, it was just like, you know, what, what excellent 
celebrity. Yeah. Um, like to be like to care that much about your fan base. Yeah. That you are going to recognize your fan on the audience and have a note at Paley Fest. At Paley Fest. Yeah. With the note that you've written for them and like get up and give it to them. And it was like she seemed to have a very like the girl would be like, oh, and I'm going to go to, and she'd be like, yeah, like to, you know, Italy to do this. Like she knew everything the girl was about to say and had like a full cohesive knowledge. And like, it seemed like everyone from the panelists to the audience were kind of blown away with how familiar she was with her fans. I feel like it's like the emotionally broken psychos page. I feel like everybody on the TIG communicated with each other and forged like different relationships. Right. And I think because she was shooting in Canada away from everybody, probably crazy hours, that was her like, back and forth so she was kind of the mother of all these babies and these baby relationships and like just giving them encouraging words so i think that that's why there's this like like it was a hard thing to leave behind and she's that perfect level of actress that like she has no reason not to do that oh yeah and she can be like fully honest and And there's a lot of actresses on her level that don't do that you know that like are you know they get a salary they don't have to worry about work like they're on a big show some people know them a lot of people don't but like they don't have to do like fan relations like right. that or give a shit or follow up. Right. Or, or a post like anything. At I think all. most people really try to aim for that level of celebrity where they don't have to care like yeah. that. Or can but they pay also, somebody to f- do it for them. But they also haven't completely given up their lives. Mm-hmm. And like she, I think, found that spot, but they continued to be Megan. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Proud of her. So Megan's in her trailer. She decides to FaceTime Harry and she tells him that she had a great time. She's basically dumping him and she's saying like the long distance thing isn't going to work. work. Um, and there's a knock at her trailer door. She's like, I think they're calling me to set. She gets up. Oh, it's Prince Harry. He's at her trailer with some flowers. Mm-hmm. She's like, I would love to see Prince Harry get on and off of a set. Like period. Right. Like that's two debacles. Like the, <laughs> right. the set's like, who is this? Is this really Prince Harry coming here? And then it's his whole royal team making sure that it's safe for him to be there. Yeah. And she's at her trailer, none the wiser. Yeah. I mean, this I, is in this story, sure. But Welcome like, to Canada. In Canada, this happens. For our audience at home, that doesn't happen. Mm-mm. For our audience at home, for your audience at home, um, it would be like Jurassic Park where you'd be in your trailer and you would just hear like footsteps, like the yeah. rumbling and like people running past your window and you'd exactly. be like, where's everyone going? And then you would look forward and see like everyone rushing towards like this like crazy insanity because he'd have his own security. Or just like PAs going off. Yeah. Like the walkies the would be walkies going every, every walkie is yeah. going crazy. Yeah. So, um, Megan gets home from work, um, and he's dressed up Megan's dogs, like a ballerina and oh, a shark. Oh, this killed me. Wags used to have that shark costume. <sighs> Do you, did she have to give up her dogs? Is that what, or did they move them there? Guess what? She adopted a beagle, beagle named Guy, and that beagle was, oh, was in the Queen's Guy? car. And there's a wonderful picture if you Google Megan Markle's dog and Queen in the Queen's car on the way to or from like an event for the wedding. The Beagle's in the back seat getting chauffeured in like an Escalade and having Aww. the best time. And he's a senior Beagle. Oh. Guys, you gotta love Megan. Yeah. Oh, that's really cute. I think that's, yeah, I think that's, she has two adopted, um, fo- like whatever. She adopted dogs. She. There. Yeah. Yeah. In Canada. And that oh, was no, like. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, so her dogs from Canada did come with her yes. to England. Okay. Yeah. There was a worry. I think that she, when she got engaged, she had to leave them behind in Canada at her house. Yeah. And so everyone was kind of pissed yeah like why did you adopt these dogs but we've seen the dogs in the uk and the queen loves them okay okay yeah that's what i thought, I thought you were saying that she adopted two new dogs Mm-mm. there which i mean because she said she was sharing custody of her dogs with her ex-boyfriend right. which like that's a that's a hard thing for the ex-boyfriend that's Oof. like a 
That's a twofer. Well, not so hard because we learn that he is also writing his own script. Yeah. Which is real. That's happening in real That's life. That's her ex-husband. Not the ex-boyfriend, oh, the chef. That. Oh, the chef. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whoever he is. Um, he's dead. Um, <laughs> but, you know. He's road. He's royal roadkill. Yeah. He's been, um, Harry's been he- like holed up at her place for three days now, yep. basically. Um, and he says to her, you know, he has a present. He gives her a bracelet just like his. It's from Botswana. Um, he says that whenever you're on Instagram and I'm on what? What did he say? It was like some the sort tattler, of- like like uh, some like gossip magazine. Yeah, like, it's like yeah, yeah. Um, that will have like a secret language. So Megan then uh, says, you know what? We're gonna go. We're gonna go out. Um, and he's like, I can't, I can't. She's like, we're gonna go to Soho House for Halloween party for work. I got you. And Iconic then her friend moment. comes in carrying a costume. We don't know what it is till we get to Soho House. She is dressed as Hillary. At one point, she goes, eight more days. Oh, uh, killed me. I it hurt so bad when she said that. It hurt. So just another time point reference for everyone. Like, it was like right around the this election. That, that Yeah, we're talking like 20 years ago. Yeah, 2016 happy times. Yeah. Um, but it also, I thought it was like almost quicker than that. Because I remember the wedding sneaked, snuck up on us really, really quickly. Right? Yeah. Um, so I was kind of like, I thought they had only dated for like a year or something like that. No, but it I guess seems it's been like, a little yeah. bit longer. Um, let's play a clip of, uh, Harry at the bar. It's, uh, 3618 to 3750. Yo, yo, Prince Harry. How are you doing? Hey, hey, take a selfie with us. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I can't do it. Are you too good for us? No, no, no. It's it's not like that. It's, uh... Let me buy you a drink. I remember when you were in the army and the papers made it look like you were flying all those Apaches. You know what I heard? They put you in the co-pilot seat because you couldn't handle it. (laughs) You just sat there in the cockpit making noises the whole time. (laughs) Hey, what's going on over here? I thought uh, Canadians were supposed to be super friendly. And that's the problem with the whole royal family. You think you're entitled to everything. Guess what? Your grandma can kiss my ass. No, that's enough of that. (laughs) Megan, I'm sorry. I didn't know it was you. Why should that even matter? I think it's time for us to go. No, I think you're right. (sighs) It's the palace. Hello? Hello? The gossip column. The Daily Star. Okay, I see. I see. Thanks for calling. Get ready for the crazy. Okay, so mm, mm, mm. was that like a crew member or yes. someone like Who, mouthing up? Is that real? No, I don't think that's real at all. I don't think that anybody, first of all, you'd be hard pressed to find some, I mean, I don't know how it is up in Canada. Mad respect, love Canada to death. But like, I don't think guys just know. Like I would, I wouldn't recognize right. Prince Harry if I was drinking at a bar and let alone be like, oh yeah, in the military and in like 1998, like I don't have like a That's fact sheet on him. drunk fuck did not know. Right. Like who, who he was. Like all let the- alone have this like wisdom about like, 
you in know, the cockpit when you were in your grandmother can kiss like nobody's your saying grandmother that shit kiss my ass is a weird fucking left turn oh like, yeah like his own friend should be like yo man what the fuck yeah. like your friend should stop you from those kind <laughs> like, of comments. what is this personal vendetta <laughs> that you have, you have yeah with the crown. it really was weird um and it was uncomfortable and then we see obviously megan and harry get their photo taken which by the way no photography allowed at so house no that- everyone knows that um but the phone their phones are ringing that night as they're about to like bone down or whatever no they're they already did they're waking up oh they're waking, they're waking up. up to the nightmare yeah and so uh both of their phones are ringing simultaneously and they get up uh he's talking to the royal palace she's talking to her publicist um everyone knows yeah it's they're out. dating they're dating so the suits of uh the set of suits is insane the next day when she pulls up she looks like scarred for life yeah like her face when she sees the press it's like almost as if she had no idea who she was dating. So at the palace, they're doing a briefing on Megan and they're talking about the TIG. Yeah. Um, oh, the TIG. Megan, her lifestyle blog. Um, they basically ask Harry if she'd be willing to take down the blog. Right. Um, and he's like, no, it's a part of her identity. And Kate says that if she's your girl, you know, she has to basically show neutrality the way that we all do, which is like Prince Charles d- describes it as like, you know, she can't have any association with like any fad, any sort of passing hysteria or anything like that. Like right. we remain neutral. And then Harry says, it's not that just, it's like almost out of nowhere, by the way. <laughs> he like, goes, it's not just that she's a divorced American actress, it's that she's an African American. Now he cares. Yeah. Now he wants to talk about the issues. And it's like, well, like, yeah, there was probably like 90 other things up until this point that you could po- say this exact thing. But in this conversation, I don't understand how her being black just happens to come up. I feel like rather than make us hate the other characters because in real life they probably are like she's black she's black will her hair be nappy what are we gonna do is her family black how much I think that they were like okay if we do that if we use that dialogue and write that in everyone's gonna hate everybody and now we're just having people hate Kate so for this movie we'll make Kate the villain and we'll have Harry kind of address the issue and like broach the subject and not have because if we heard all of them this turns into like get out like it's not good sure 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 and like I didn't need him to be uh blunt right i just felt like this came out of nowhere i'm it, like harry this is beauty to sound like your issue like it's some clunky dialogue yeah like where did you where did this come from but uh yeah sure so then william and kate are like we should meet her we you know we absolutely must be so let's do um 4130 to 4700 and we're gonna meet a character up in here called bella uh, who is not a real person Rather, she's sort of like an amalgam, uh, amalgamation or yeah. amalgam? Yeah, amalgamation. Uh, both. Of- yeah, I don't know where. Um, but she's basically like, like a, she's a suggestion like, yeah. of like 30 different royal characters. Yeah. People who are often around the house, kind of like mainstays of these people's lives, who are snobby and sort of are about keeping the crown like of a certain class level. Yeah, they're level. classist and bitchy. And However, like she doesn't threatened. appear to have any sort of power compared to him. So okay. she's sort of, I guess she's a lady in waiting of sorts. Yeah, she refers to her like that. But yeah, I, there was there were rumors of like who that could be. Yeah, I yeah. think it's supposed to be several people. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think it, I think this was, a, once again, they're not introducing like a bunch of bitches. They were just like, we're going to give you this one. Yeah. Be nervous? I think anyone would be. Hello there. 
Pleasure. Oh, it's don't ever curtsy to us again. We're so happy to have you here. Well, thank you so much. So nice to meet you both. Hi. Well, hello there. I'm George. Hi, George. I'm Megan. You're pretty. Thank you. Easy there, kid. She's taken. Harry's wonderful with children. He really is. That's all, Harry. He's always been a big kid. <laughs> Annabella, was it? Please call me Bella. Bella. It's a lovely name and beautiful in Italian. In any language. Bella helped me so much when I first got here. She grew up in this world. You want her on your side, believe me. Good to know. <laughs> I think someone's ready for a nap. <laughs> Let's take them up. Oh. I just want to say, I have never seen Harry so happy. And what makes Harry happy makes all of us happy. We'll support both of you however we can. Right, Will? Of course. Thank you. Thank you so much. This must be so exciting for you. I imagine with all the heightened attention, you'll start getting better roles. Well, I'm actually contracted to a show right now, so I won't be auditioning for anything at the moment. Suits, right? You know it. Not exactly Shakespeare, but it's fun. Harry and I have watched it a few times. Really? Hmm. Harry hadn't watched it until we met. Is that what he told you? <laughs> Then you should be flattered. The good news is he knew exactly what he was getting. Violet gave him the whole rundown, almost like a male or a bride. <laughs> Except you've already been married once, haven't you? Yes. I saw online that you did the Jewish chair dance at your wedding. Did you convert to your husband's religion, or was that just for show? Okay. Relax, darling. I'm just trying to prepare you. The spotlight around Harry has always been intense. People are going to say all these things and more. Cresta couldn't handle it, and neither could Chelsea. You need to be ready. Thank you for the warning. Of course, I'm just looking out for you. Mm. Now, let's talk about your hair. It's so beautiful. How on earth did you get it so straight? If you'll excuse me, I'm going to go use the ladies' room. Hey. Hey. Everything okay? Mm -hmm. Your brother and Kate seem great. I'm glad you think so. So then, why are you out here in the cold? Did Bella say something to you? She has made it very clear that I don't belong here, under the guise of looking out for me. She's a troll. I'm going to talk to no, her. No, Harry. Am I? She's not wrong. I'm American. I'm from California. I'm divorced, and uh, and then I'm half black. I don't care about any of that. This can never be my world. Just how things are. Let's fight how things are. If anyone can, it's, it's you and me. You have never seen how ugly people can get about this. Okay, then tell me. Okay. So there's um this one Christmas I'm home from college, 
take my mom to the Hollywood Bowl. Mm. And we have this amazing time and just laughing and it's great. And and then as we're leaving, my mom's not reversing out of the parking space fast enough. And this white guy just, he calls her and, such a violation, you know, because in that little moment of hatred, he took away our entire night of happiness. And I look over at my mother, my mom, who's just gripping the steering wheel, and her eyes are filled with tears, and all I can say to her is, it's okay, mommy. And then we just drive home in silence, because there's nothing you can do. I'm so sorry. You know, you think that things are changing. And then you just have to turn on the news and see what's happening in the world. Or you just have a conversation with someone at tea. And you see that they are not changing fast enough. They're not. Okay, so you know, you gave us exactly what we needed. It's almost a little like early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Like the paparazzi is rude. And they still roll like that, but they don't really roll like that anymore. I mean, you saw Tiffany Haddish went off on that dude. Like, oh, at, at, at LAX. At LAX. I know. And I was mad at someone at LAX. Yeah, it was the too. same day. You Our same- experiences were not the same though, Prince Harry. And I could recognize that. Yeah. No, true. but I was struggling with my bag the same day. And like, like three Asshole. guys were just like fucking watching me do yeah. it. And I'm like, you don't, you don't even have a camera. Like, yeah. this is just, you're just an you're asshole. You're just an asshole. You you're not even help, working to be an you asshole. You don't help women. Yeah. You're you know just what a I mean? Dick. Um, okay. Wait, can I go back to the first? Of part? course. Yeah. We okay, had to play that big chunk because so, it was just, this is amazing for me. Best yeah. lifetime movie. Ever. So we want to start with Bella. So Bella, first of all, um, you don't want to mess with an LA black girl, mixed girl, whatever you're going to call her, who's also an actress. Like those jabs, like in real life, Megan would have eviscerated her. Yeah. Like in a very classy way. And I'm sure, I don't think Bella would have gotten two of those lines out before Megan stopped. They were Megan pretty like her. bald jabs. Oh, they, like, were, they were really like just. Yes. Back to back to back. There's no way that that's going down from an LA girl. Like, no. that's, there's a reason why her and Serena are friends. And I know they don't suffer fools or take shit. Jewish chair dance. Yeah. Is also, I mean, there's a term for that, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, what's that? Yeah. yeah. You don't like, 
so yeah it just was yeah, strange so it was weird because there was a few elements there of just like one just like general disrespect altogether but two like which she's like harry and i have watched episodes of suits before which is a lie like there's no like big comfy couch that they're all watching tv on right. like if tv is watched i'm sure it's in an intimate setting right so like, the what's the implication there like she's like say that we snuggle up and watch tv together and your boyfriend's lying to you because harry's like yeah i've never seen her show he right. hadn't seen it yet and she's like oh yeah andy's a liar we yeah. totally watched it. Yeah, no, she has to die. Yeah. Um, Royal Roadkill. And I mean, I think that like, you know, just I I there's I went two ways about this. Two, Megan's very brave. One, but Megan's very brave. Yeah. But two, you know, this was a long game for her. Yeah. Like I think she did want to be married to the prince. Like I think that she I don't think it was about like defining herself as this, but I think she kind of put her like Gave herself a test and see if she could follow through on it. And it worked out for her. I think she also saw somebody with the reach that she would want to do good things. Exactly. And, be, and I think she was like, oh, this is a good match. Yeah, absolutely. Because what they're not bringing up is like the past dudes, honestly, have kind of, and her family, have kind of, aside from her mom, have shown themselves to be like worthy of a little bit of bashing and trashing because they've kind of played themselves. So In like Megan's family. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so her leaving her like, divorcing her husband like he's not looking so good right now in hindsight and so, right. so far we see that like she's like this guy is on my level or on the level that i aspire to be on yeah and even though i might be smarter or better at certain things or more down to earth or more genuine whatever it is in in her way that she's super special she still sees a lot a, a, a long because Harry's a winner here, yes. right? But like, I also think Megan's a winner too. Oh, like I think she absolutely sort of like orchestrated this for herself, yes. and it happened. Like it was a smart. She made a smart decision and didn't like. This isn't like her running away with love thoughtlessly. No, like where you're just like, yeah, I met this dude and now we're married and like we are having ba-. like that one of those things where you're like I don't even know how we got here. This yeah, is very much like there's a spreadsheet. Like, yeah, she's, she's thinking about this, which is like I think a lot of people would be like that's like sketchy or whatever. But like if you were to marry into something like this blindly, like you have to weigh it out. Yeah, you have to. You and can't. with Kate or someone like the reach or whatever just wasn't there for her the same way. Like yeah. this is not. Kate didn't make the royal family look as good as I think Megan has made them look. I yeah. think Kate is a good for a commoner. I think she would be insane not to marry him. Where like Megan, she didn't have to marry into this family to have greatness. No, and she's changed. The, there's a comment later on about the family surviving. Yeah. And this has definitely put them back on the favorable side because for the past few years, it's kind of, aside from the queen, the queen has really good PR. We've seen her like, she did open the Olympics with like the corgis. Like there's a lot of corgi press. There are many BuzzFeed like corgi yeah. quizzes. She goes horseback riding still. So like the queen is doing okay, but all the rest of them have kind of just been like circling the drain. Well, because there have been also a lot of people too have talked about like how this is just like an inherently racist institution yeah. and that like Megan marrying into this doesn't really change much. What do you like? What do you think about that? I mean, it I, is, I, like I said, the institution isn't what this is a PR in my mind, the PR for this is way better. So yes, I don't right. think, I don't think she buys into this crown shit. I don't think she's like changing anything. I don't think she's, I think she did what it took to be with the person that she loved, which would be like delete her blog and go off social media and quit her job. But I think she's also doing what, what we would consider like a first lady to do, yeah. which is yes, she quit suits, but then she started a foundation and she purposely made it known like after the wedding, they were not going on a honeymoon and they were actually going to get to work. So right. she's like, even though you guys see me giving up a side of my life, I'm also gaining the ability to do 
bigger and better things. They're just for going people. to ban for like four days, right? Yeah. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. Um, okay. Wait. Part two of this scene. Yeah. The, uh, nigger comment. That's yeah. what she said, even though they bleeped it. Um, you want to know the most fucked up part about that? The school that she went to, Immaculate Heart, has yeah. her graduation at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh. So, like, on top of this horrible experience, she then had to, like, graduate high school and go back to that same place, which, if anybody's this ever... Was her, this was her in college, so she was, oh, was in college. Oh, yeah, she was her graduation. It's like, if anybody's ever had an experience like this with, a, like, especially with, like, you and your mom, you know the, like, imprint that it leaves on your life. You will forever right. know that parking lot, no matter what you go there for you will always be reminded of that moment. And that's what this one, like, I don't think it happened in real life. I don't know if she's ever like talked about, it. I don't know, maybe her I'm friend. sure there's been like a dozen incidents. Like exactly. Uh, this has happened somewhere in her life, whether it was here, or, like Ralph's on the Brea, like it happened, right. but this was the best scene where I was like, okay, now we're getting to like real life shit. Yeah. Not like press, not tabloids, like actual day to day. You don't know, like maybe your country, I mean, clearly it's not any better, but like, you don't know what this is like. Right. Like having somebody talk bad about your like ginger hair, yeah. that's sad and all, but like you don't know what the world is right. like. Yeah. So she's like it. just having a nice night with her mom. Yeah. She's like this. Probably some drunk piece of shit. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And like, it also was nice. I don't know. It was nice as like living in LA to like, actually, I, I immediately like saw them at the Hollywood. Oh Bowl. yeah. You know, exactly you know what I mean? Like, you know, that exact. Yeah. Like everybody's pissed off in cause you can't get out of it. Full of tension there. Yeah. 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 Um, and then I wanted to leave in this last scene just so we could kind of see it sweep over to back to her mom in LA who's already being harassed yeah. by the press nonstop. Um, and so when we cut back into the movie, Megan is getting a call from her mom who's really upset. Basically, it's real time. And she, uh, Megan heads downstairs. And as she starts to, to head downstairs, she realizes that there's so much press for her outside that they're trying to break into her apartment. Yes. So she hangs up with her mom and she calls the police. Um, and I tried to picture like being the police and how you would even handle that. This scene is my least favorite in the movie just because I feel like there's it went into lifetime mode where yeah. two women are like screaming and crying on the phone. But yeah. like her mom's from LA. Like she'd be like, Hey guys, you guys have like five seconds to get off my lawn. Like it's a little different it's, when it's uh, finally on your lawn though. Like it's like one thing to see it on a celebrity's lawn. And it's another thing. Like I wouldn't know what to say to it. Like a paparazzi. Hyster- yeah. But that's like a bit like the way that they're going about it. Like somebody opening your, like you just don't like shriek and like, hold the phone and scream and cry like get active yeah also it's paparazzi it's not like a home invasion and paparazzi can't do that right either. Like, like i feel like they th- legally like they i don't think they would maybe climb a tree yeah climb a tree look in a window like that kind of thing but yeah like, they would not be- jiggling door handles in canada so no. that's the part that i was like them shrieking on the phone like and crying together but I was that's like, the lifetime magic it. of it yeah, all it is that's it why is. we still, have to embrace it because it's lifetime magic you know i think that is what makes it it's all these things that make it the best movie ever yeah, it's just the truth it. you need it um they write in the paper they start to make these really cruel parallels which is this was all real with, yep you know they write in the paper that she's from cobden um, Which they still do. Wendy yeah. Williams still is like, oh yeah, uh, she's from Crenshaw. She's it's the most insane thing. It's like their their only point of reference would be like, well, if it's not Beverly Hills, it's got to be the hood. Yeah, 
Yeah. And like, there's so much more LA than that, especially like she grew up like in the valley sort of with her dad too, right? In the, in the valley. Well, he, then he moved to Mexico when, when she was pretty young. So yeah. To avoid oh, was ta- she really young when that yeah, happened? Yeah. Like a teenager. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, like it's mid city. This was the it's weirdest not- part. They were comparing the crime rates in Compton to Kensington Palace. Right. Which I'm like, isn't that just like the palace grounds? But it's the outside. Yeah. It'd be like comparing the crime rate to like, Disneyland's parking lot right. like in Anaheim. Yeah, it's insane. Also, she doesn't live like she lived mid city. Like that's right, not exactly. Get it together, everybody. So he writes a letter and he wants to release it on the Royal website. He says if it's not released through them, he'll tweet it himself. Um, I'm gonna read this letter because we have it. It's it's pretty long, but can you I wanna read it? Oh gosh. Do I No, it's okay. Were you gonna say can you what? Oh no, this was a slip up. So we know from this movie that Royals don't have Twitter. They yeah. can't. So, like, there was no way that he was ever going to tweet this. I mean, I thought, like, maybe, uh, like, what is he threatening to set up a Twitter? <laughs> like, the one, like, you know, Prince Harry 0005. Yeah, exactly. Baby. Like, what was it going to be? It was so weird. But, uh, it says, since he was young, Prince Harry has been very aware of the warmth that has been extended to him by members of the public. He feels lucky to have so many people supporting him and knows what a fortunate and privileged life he leads. He also was aware that there's a significant curiosity. This is from royal.uk, by the way. Mm. Um, he's also aware that there's significant curiosity about his private life. He has never been comfortable with this, but he's tried to develop a thick skin about the level of media interest that comes with it. He has, uh, he has rarely taken formal action on the very regular publication of fictional stories that are written about him. And he has worked hard to develop a professional relationship with the media focused on his work and the issues he cares about. But this past week, he has seen a line crossed. His girlfriend, Meghan Markle, has been subject to a wave of abuse and harassment. Some of this has been very public. The smear on the front page of the national newspaper and the racial undertones of comment pieces, the outright sexism and racism of social media trolls. Troll. That's the second time, you guys. Uh, in web article comments. Drink. Some of it have been hidden from the public. The nightly legal battles to keep defamatory stories out of papers. Her mother having to struggle past photographers in order to get to her front door. The attempts of reporters and photographers to gain illegal entry to her home. And the calls to the police that followed the substantial bribes offered to the papers to her ex-boyfriend. The bombardment of nearly every friend, co-worker, and loved one in her life. Prince Harry is worried about Miss Markle's safety and is deeply disappointed that he has not been able to protect her. It is not right that a few months into a relationship with him and Miss Markle should be subjected to such a storm. He knows that commentators will say this uh, is the price she has to pay. This is all part of the game. He strongly disagrees. This is not a game. This is her life and his. He's been asked for the statement to be issued in the hopes that those in the press who have been driving this story could pause and reflect before uh, further damage is done. He knows that it's unusual to issue a statement like this, but hosts that fair-minded people will understand why he's felt it necessary to speak publicly. So this is like, no one's done this before, basically, out of everything that they've gone through. Yeah. Um, And Prince Charles really doesn't want it to happen. But basically, they he says, like, do it or I will myself. Um, When Willa Caterloni asks her, what do you think about all of this? And she says, it's the most romantic thing I've ever read. Because she knows. She knows what this means for what this means for the boys, what this means for the crown, what this means for the whatever the firm or whatever they call it, the people that do the press. Like, this is him for the first time ever taking a stand more so than his father ever did like once we got those tapes with like him and camilla and all that stuff came out like right they did not make statements like this so he's right. saying like listen up first of all once the once the royals say something to the press and they say don't do this if you do this you're excommunicated yeah so nobody is letting their like news desk write 
anything remotely racist. It puts Will to point this out, which like I thought this was a bit subtle the first time around, but he basically would say like, "Can't you see why he would want to protect her for the press right before it happens again?" Yeah, yeah, and um, you know that's of course a nod to his mother. So Megan sees this and she's furious right away. Which in real life that's not true. So in real life, um, this was all fake. This part was because she knew it was happening. So she, he, they, it was like a joint statement because that's one of the things that that the agency does for the crown. Like they make sure like everybody's on the same page. They would never release a statement without having everybody on the same page. Like the queen had a look at it before it went out. Megan did. Megan's mom probably did just so that every single person involved in this knew this wasn't like, some surprise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Harry shows up to Megan's mom's place and she's like, you better bring one of those bodyguards in that room with her. Cause Megan's like, all right, she's, yeah, she's, she's having like a on. shit fit in this moment. Yeah. Um, and she's basically saying that like, this was part that I didn't really understand because like, it's weird. She says, I've spent the entire day and my, this whole time begging my nearest and dearest and my not so dearest to, um, turn the press away. Right. She said, they've turned down money and blah, blah, blah. And she goes, and you go ahead and you announce this yourself. And I'm thinking like, well, like, are you mad that they didn't get to do it? Like, who else would have announced this? I think she was saying like, like you just carelessly, like you didn't even think about me in this. Okay. Like I'm making these statements. I'm putting pressures on my family. And you were like, eh, fuck it today. I'm gonna make a statement. Okay. And she was like, what the fuck? But okay. also we know that this is like alluding to the fact that her siblings and her dad or half sibling, whatever. Yeah. were like offered lots of money immediately knowing that these people could use the money. Sure. And so sure. she, and that's what, it, that's what weirded me out about the dialogue a little bit. Cause it almost sounded like you denied my family an opportunity to cash in on this. And I was like, I know she wouldn't say that. No, so why I wasn't think it this was tidied like, up a little bit more. Like, yeah. See, like the dialogue around that should have been tidied up a little bit more. Because this is a pretty like deliberate thing they're trying to say here, right. and it's a little bit messy. Yeah, um, I do have to say that like I felt I feel bad for her dad. I don't know why. Yeah, I think that like he was really embarrassed by the way that everything panned out. It. Do we remember we were talking before about like um, so the dad I think thought he was doing something for a little bit of cash. And thought it would be cute and funny and kitschy. He yeah. didn't get what it was going to be like. The sister is the person that she's the transaction went through and the money went through. Okay. And she's the one that started this whole book deal thing. Okay. So I think it was, a, these were dad jokes. So the sister was like, yo, dad, they're going to pay us a fuck ton of money and you're going to take pictures. And he was like, oh, if I'm going to be in a paparazzi shot, I'm going to go read a book that's like royals for dummies and like right. he thought he was making dad jokes thinking like everybody would be in on this right his sister is selling it as a story like look at this lonely dad he doesn't even know what's going on and it turned into this crazy narrative that i think he wanted no part of i think he was deeply like sorry yeah or because he there was a lot brought up about the fact that he could not he could not be the breadwinner for the family and he could not help at some point and right because of taxes he moved to mexico or it was like go to jail so this also was like another strike against that like the one time you could have done something and just been a dad now everyone knows where he is too i'm like yeah. good luck with those taxes buddy yeah. are they gonna help him with the taxes i'm sure they like the royals probably like pay everybody has like good credit they straight like straight teeth. good credit yeah <laughs> straight teeth good credit like they're all doing good yeah like, clean colon yeah yeah i will say though uh megan's sister seems like a fucking snake oh sister and like there's a stepbrother i think too that's like yeah also, he's, like he's problematic those kids uh, yeah they gotta go 
So um, Megan's flipping out. Her brother was arrested. She basically says to him, like, my brother was arrested for holding a gun to someone's head. My His girlfriend's head. My sister, uh, my dad's in Mexico for a tax lien. Uh, my sister's trying to sell a book about what an uptight bitch I am. And Harry's like, She's like, my life is a soap opera. And he's like, you want to talk about soap operas? Look at my right. family. And it's like, Harry, <laughs> this is not helpful right every now. Every time. This is still not helpful. Like we, we know who your family is. Um, so Megan's mom, uh, makes him watch, makes her watch Diana's funeral. Yeah. Uh, this is hard to watch. Oh God. It's gut wrenching. Like I said, I've never seen this. So I don't know how much of this is real, but it looks real. And it, that's just, I think it was the real footage. Yeah. It's horrific. Um, and she's basically saying like they made him walk by this casket and like people took paparazzi photos of the worst woman in his life. Mm -hmm. And like, that's how his mom died is the paparazzi chased her down. And like what happened when she died? Like they were taking pictures of her dead body. And then him looking like having to walk behind it and not cry and having that papered all over. Like there was no remorse or thought or anything went into it. It was just the picture. No. Uh, and he's like, she say like, he wants to protect you from that. Right. And, like, this is the first time in his life he's ever taken a stand. And she's like, and I broke up with him. Yeah. So I was like, you get your boy back. So, um, Harry's at a private airport about to take off. And, like they decide they're going to go get him. Uh, it's a great romantic comedy scene. They show up to the airport. Megan's like, you got to stop that plane. Harry, meanwhile, is like miserable. His phone's off. Right. They're like, where do you want to go? He's like, he anywhere like, oh, but here. Yeah. Um, so let's play uh, this. And I'm dating the Prince of Iran. We should all grab dinner sometime. I swear to you, Prince Harry is my boyfriend. Please, I just need to see him. No. Can you please at least just radio the... T- it is right there. Your Highness, we're clear for takeoff, but airport security is saying there's a woman here demanding to talk to you. She said to tell you, London Bridge is falling down. You know this woman? She looks familiar. Thank God. Isn't this a little dramatic? Told you I was living in the soap opera. I'm sorry. I freaked out a little. It's okay, you don't have to apologize. I want us to be equal partners in this. Yeah, I want that too. There's also this horrible secret part of me that also wants my Prince Charming to sweep me off my feet. I'm sorry. I'm sending mixed messages. I know it's got to be totally confusing for someone who is an actual real-life prince who happens to occasionally be charming. Now and again. Now and again. Occasionally. Mm-hmm. All I know for sure is how I feel about you. I love you. Exactly. One of my favorite ways to watch Lifetime movies is on the Lifetime Movie Club, streaming 100 Lifetime movies anywhere, anytime. New movies are rotated in weekly, so you will never run out of new juicy movies to watch. Plus, listeners of Mother May I Sleep a Podcast get an exclusive one-month free trial. Just go to LifetimeMovieClub.com slash malls. And if you're still not convinced, let me tell you about this month's movies. We've got I Am Elizabeth Smart, which I believe was produced by Elizabeth Smart, has Skeet Ulrich in it, and it is beyond creepy. It really... If you ever thought you knew what happened to Elizabeth Smart, watch this because you didn't. Uh, Cocaine Godmother is on there. How could anyone not watch a movie called Cocaine Godmother? And Rules Too Late to Say Goodbye and Committed. 
Again, to get your free month of Lifetime Movie Club, go to LifetimeMovieClub.com slash malls. That's LifetimeMovieClub.com slash M-O-L-L-S for the exclusive to us offer of one free month. This is where I was like, yeah, this is the best movie I've ever seen. See? Like, this is the best movie I've ever seen. I mean, it's so cheesy. And, like, it really hits the spot. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm someone who I don't like on the off chance something's going to be sad. This is why this is perfect for me. It's yeah. because, like, Lifetime is too light, like, L-I-T-E, to, like, actually, like, make you... Like cry. Oh yeah, no, I don't. Wa- I've never seen the Notebook. I don't watch those kind of right, movies. Like, oh, like that will hospitalize this, me. This is perfect. That my, I'm not lying. My heart was racing. I was like, what if she doesn't make it? She's gonna have to fly fly to London. That's a lot of right, money. Like right. are her miles together. <laughs> what if she can't get the flight the next day? Like, she's got to get to him. Right. Like, that was as intense as I needed to be for this story. Yeah. No, it's perfect. It's perfect. So we see um, they get on this plane and they go to France. Right. She wants to go to Paris. Yeah. He says, Where do you want to? go so um uh we see harry's alone at pippa's wedding was that in paris or was this a different was this like a time jump this is a time jump okay and spoiler for this in real life she you can't bring a not like no ring whatever right right no ring no bring you can't bring them to the ceremony like in the church right she was absolutely invited to the the whatever the party the, yeah, the reception yeah the so reception. this this is actually quite the like famous moment because this is where the woman wore um the pin that was the black uh it was like a black face basically right their version like of black face which yeah. happened at christmas yes so that was like at the palace like she rolled up to the palace with that for christmas so they kind of like did a little they, bit of a jumble yeah. here of like putting events together which is good because this makes for some good royal drama right and so um yeah, they're, uh, he's pissed. He's alone at the wedding and the two older women that are there, Kate asked him to dance. One is, one is wearing the, black uh, black th- yeah, yeah, the thing she says, he says it represents the imperial domination in Africa, right? Yeah. So, um, she says it's part of our history and, and one of them leans forward and says, like, if he wants to marry a blank and like they, ble- they bleeped out the word. Oh no, I, she called her like a, it's like their version of they a tar ble- baby. They bleeped out a word. Yeah, it's like, um, cause she mentions it again and she was like, if he wants to go for like a role in the bush with a bushwhacker, it's like one of those like yeah, horrible but af- like, he slurs. did, but like, but no, but there was another word that she, that they bleeped out and I want to know what that word was cause oh, it wasn't the N word. Yeah, it was, oh no, in they the- called her, they called her, they called her two things in that okay. one sentence because one got bleeped out. I know the I was probably still reeling from the fact that that woman was like, "I will not take it off. It's beautiful," and genuinely was like, "Yeah, this blackface pin. I love my." Whatever, she says, "I wear it okay, everywhere." Or something. Pin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh hell, no. I was already like, I think I just went straight into like black panther mode like i was pissed. and do you i because i part of me does believe that obviously this was done intentionally to like cause some sort to like basically to cause a stir, stir and to like you know put her foot down and say this is where i stand on the side of this yes part of me is just also like she probably is just a racist old lady and wears this jewelry she's a racist old lady that found a piece that she was like oh i could bring this back out like i think she probably it was it was a statement but it wasn't right i think she's had that piece for years probably her mama has one right has one they all have them but she was like but i'm definitely gonna wear it to christmas because nothing says 
Jesus's birthday like so you do face. think it was an intentional I like, think it was an intentional thing yeah. a lot of people were vi- this old upper crusty British bullshit was really offended that Harry was doing this they already thought they were yeah. like wild children they thought Diana was like a commoner they think Kate's a fucking commoner so they were like and a black yeah like, oh, these boys are out of control let me you know so this is their pure blood being like tarnished and they were pissed and i mean this if was people don't remember way. like even when harry like harry used to like blow raspberries at the paparazzi yeah. or whatever when he was a kid and people thought that was like bad oh like, like he you know like, war, he, like, he had a demon his, inside of him. yeah because like, he was sticking his tongue out to yes. the pop it's inappropriate yes. you know and like sure you know, sure, by the manners of whatever, sure. But, like, it's also a kid being a kid, you know? Which uh, is a fun point because now Kate's daughter does the same thing. I think it's adorable. Yeah. So I think that, you know, there is a change. A change is happening, Megan, just not fast enough. I love Charlotte. She's, I, I, that's what I love about Charlotte is she's a little bad girl. Yeah, she doesn't give a fuck. No, Charlotte is like, did you ever see that video of her, like, attacking the balloons? No. They went to like some family like a day out and like there was like an arch of balloons and like Charlotte goes straight for the balloons and starts trying to pop all of them. And I just was like, I love her. Like I love it showed like she has like a spirit. They probably like they taught her to do that. You know what I mean? They taught her you could pop a balloon. Yeah, you you can do whatever you want. And so um but more than that, it's like you know, she just doesn't know she's on camera now. Right. Like she does, you know, and I liked that. It was refreshing. Whereas I feel like when he was growing up, he was so aware of being on camera. I mean, clearly we right. had even like during his mother's funeral, he couldn't co- cry and had to walk. Yes. That's so, that is horrific. I yeah. just, I will never get over that. So Charles tells Harry to go get Megan. Um, I love this scene. And for some reason, Camilla is so lovely in this movie. I want to play, um, this whole clip here from 108.15 to 110.31 because we get to see Megan and Harry. We get to see the kind of friendship blossoming between uh, Megan and Kate, which mm-hmm. is nice. And then we also really get a glimpse of like Camilla's just treated like this war as opposed to like kind of like the old cow that we know her to be. Yeah. You know, um, she's not viewed very favorably at all by Americans. And I think in large in part because you know, she caused Diana any sort of pain. Yeah. And there was that whole, like the sensationalization of like the, their sex tapes coming out or whatever, like right. the audio recordings of them being like, gross. when was that? Ooh, he said he wanted to be a tampon. Yeah. Yeah. He was, she was like, you can't, you naughty boy, you can't come with me. He was like, I will. I'll crawl in, in your, your trousers. Your, yeah. And she was like, Oh, like a tampon. He was like, yes, I'll be inside you. Like and a tampon. Yeah, he said a like, tampon. Yeah. They were like laughing. He doesn't know what it is. Yeah. He, yeah. He doesn't know. So but it just like, yeah. When that did that happen? Diana was late, not alive anymore. No, I don't think so. Like, yeah. Maybe right around the time, like late nineties. Yeah. Okay. It was like one of those things. So I, I gave this, gave her a second thought after this movie and yeah. read a little more. And I feel like sh- you have to consider the fact that they lost their mom. This right. baby was heartbroken. And there was a woman that really did love her dad and really felt slighted. The fact that yeah. they didn't get married. Like that, ep- that series, that season of the crown is going to be lit. Yeah. Because he wanted to marry her and she wanted to marry him and they couldn't make it work. Why couldn't they make it work? Was it just like a time? Was it like he was away for a year and then she got engaged to yeah, someone? It was, like, sort it of was thing. like their timing was off and then he needed somebody and Diana was there and she was, had the right blood. And it was right. like they had already, this, this process had already started started yeah and you know he was that would they were much more respectful of the queen's wishes so 
And it was also another distraction. I feel like there was something else going on where they needed him to get with somebody immediately because like his uncle had killed somebody. It was like something had happened. Sure. So that started. And once that started, there was no way that they were ever going to be together. So in her mind, she lost like the person that she loved. Yeah. And he did too. He didn't want to marry Diana. So they're together now. And I think they're older and seeing this baby cry over his mother, I think we never see that side of Camilla that I think that she, they probably really do love her. Yeah. Cause during the wedding, I remember like a lot of people were like, Oh, Kate's wearing her hat on the right side. Cause yeah. like Camilla kept trying to like talk to her a little bit and it seemed like Kate was ignoring her and Kate was wearing her, her fascinator, her hat for the wedding, like in a way that angled away from Camilla so that she couldn't see her. Mm-hmm. Um, and people were saying like, Oh, she has her hat on the right. So probably cause she doesn't want to talk to her. And there was this like whole narrative going oh, wow. on about how, you know, Oh, they must all hate Camilla to this day. And like, it just doesn't to see this. I'm like, this see, this makes more sense. This like, makes it seems sense. like this is a very put upon narrative at this point. Cause it's been so long. And it's not like Diana didn't move on herself and like right. have other, you know what I mean? Dodie Fayed. Yeah. I think that, I think that we never gave that a second look and that I have in based on Camilla, like she was smiling at them when she was joking. Like, I feel like this is much more the stepmother that kind of was an older. Also, she's not young and cool like Diana was. Right. She's like much more like. Their father's age, an right. older man. So I think that she probably was, Camilla's was an older man. Right. <laughs> it was a nice, you know, turn for them to have somebody that didn't feel like it was compete. They were that that person was competing to be their right. Mom. There's not this like tension, right? Where they, and by like, the way, it's hot. not maintainable. To be right. honest, like that that to have like some sort of like tension constantly in that house would be it wouldn't be maintainable. Right. In any so way. I think I think this was their like nice Grammy mommy mummy yeah situation i love the clothing and all this by yes. the way too like this is like this is a hard to rate near uh lifetime movie just in terms of like the wardrobe because everything it, there's the music budget is better in this yes. like the wardrobe budget it seems i mean i really would like to know like comp uh comparatively like where this falls because i think, I think this even if they made this, like, even if they got, like, a costume designer that worked on this day and night, I think that there was no wiggle room here because at this point we've been, Megan has been splashed on everything and so has, like, Her- Her- Harry and looking back at things, I feel like we can't go away from what we know to be true. Yeah. So they had to at least keep it along the same line. So her, her dresses had to be as chic as something she would really wear. Yeah. And suits had to be as crisp as something he would really wear. And now we're bringing in Camilla and we know that they're Royal events. Like the fascinators have to be right. And like the, bro- the blouses and the brooches all have to be there. So I feel like they, yeah, went the, I will say that the brooch, the little, like the one that they use, the raises brooch in this scene, like it looked a little ding. It looked like incredible, incredibly dinky compared yeah. to the real one. Cause the real one was like solid, like no, it was the like real a one's big like, solid piece. Like an artifact yeah and this looks like a little like christmas pin you'd get at macy's or yeah, something for sure, in those little boxes like yeah pin, pin tears yeah. yeah but uh anyway yeah the the this is kind of like a step above all lifetime movies yeah, in general just in terms of they did a really good job with the clothing here um okay let's play this scene it must have been so hard being a struggling actress in la <laughs> oh man um well i'll tell you when i first started auditioning i was so broke i couldn't even afford to fix my car so when my locks broke and then the clicker stopped working i literally had to climb into the front seat of my car via the trunk (laughs) every day 
for five months. <laughs> My neighbors thought I was absolutely insane. <laughs> so you and Harry are getting quite serious then. We're having fun. I mean, I don't want to overthink it. California girls don't have to worry about the pressure of having kids like other people age 35. <laughs> 36, right? Hello. Stop. I'm just being real. Her biological clock is at 11.59. Come on, Megan. I need another drink. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Ella's my friend, but you can leave us for back and front. What does that mean? You can look it up later. <laughs> us commoners have to stick together. <laughs> oh, another round, please. Come on up, Your Highness. You know, all her talk about biological clocks makes me feel like I'm nothing but a baby machine. I know Will doesn't see me that way, but... Let's face it, my most important contribution to this country is my reproductive ability. It's bizarre. <laughs> one dirty martini, one virgin Collins. Thank, Thank you. You're not drinking? Like I said, baby machine. Oh my God. <laughs> my ladies in waiting don't even know. The firm insists on rolling these things out in just the right way. <laughs> it's number three. To number three? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Harry will be so thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I think sometimes of everything that's been done to you two. Have they told you who you can marry? You should have been able to be together from the start. But then you wouldn't exist. And the world would be a far less wonderful place. Okay. So sweet. I we wanna, like her. I want to be her Tampax. Yeah, you want to be. Now you get it. Now you yeah. see the appeal of wanting to be her Tampax. So yeah. this is a very interesting. There's a lot of interesting stuff here. One is just Megan's like Americanisms at the yeah, table, like clicker. clicker and like, you know, kind of like scrappy broke actress. The they call it the boot. Like, oh, there, yeah, yeah. They're probably sitting there like, what is this girl talking about? Yeah. Um, and it is weird too when I talk when I talk to someone from like Australia or even London where it's just like there is like a loss in translation yes. thing. There really is. It's weird because yeah. you wouldn't one because we know about each other's cultures from television and film so well. Right. But two, just because you're like, well, we're all speaking English. Like, no, there's really are some differences. Um, Megan and Harry wake up the next morning, um, and she feels this like pressure now. Mm-hmm. She has to get going. It's, it's all swirling in her head, even though Kate said, Don't worry about it. Kate is knocking these babies out. And like, it is true. She's yeah. 36 years old. Like at 36, you know, you, you're yeah. aware. Yeah. You know, um, and she basically wakes up and she's like, we have to get started on kids if we want to have some. And, um, we cut to them eating. They're eating, she's eating avocado toast and she yeah. offers him some and he's just like, ugh, that looks like disgusting, right. which LOL. Um, she tells Harry she wants a kids, she wants to have kids and a career. So we're flashing back to that, that first thing in the makeup room where they're trying to say like, can you have it all? No, you can't. Um, and she's like saying basically, you know, this isn't the way your world works. Like, look at your, you know, sister-in-law. Look at the way that your family has lived. Um, your mom got to have a career after you guys were raised a little bit, but that wasn't necessarily true. I mean, Diana had to leave the house in order for her to have any sort of, they weren't like exactly older kids when she started her charity work back No, up. they were little. Yeah. He yeah. was like six or something, yeah. like when she was full blown, like out there all the yeah. time. So, um, the conversation seems to spook him. And part of me was like, 
oh, he's about to go get the ring. Like, that's what he's doing with his day-to-day. Yeah, because yeah, he was like, gotta go by. And I was like, he's going to surprise her with the ring for sure. Yeah, because yeah. he's basically just like, now's not the time. Yeah, and, yeah, that's what he kept saying. He's like, can we, we I don't want to do this right now. Like, that kind of thing. Yeah. And um, I will say that, like, that is such, that's such a guy thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, that is such like, I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go for a little bit, you know, or just like, I need time alone. And like, when a guy says that it is, it's, it's truly harrowing. Like as the girl, like when a guy is just like, I gotta go, it's like, for what? We're not done. Yeah. We're not done. Such like, like what I'm going to be thinking about this all day. Like, how how are you going to go? Yeah. And having a life. (laughs) Exactly. I can't even move. I literally will be sitting here in this exact. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be right here with the avocado toast. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so Kate and Megan are having a chat. Uh, they think that Harry's freaked out because the anniversary of the mom's death is coming up. And Will is able to explain, uh, to them that, like, this has always been hard for Harry, especially because they never really got to say goodbye. Um, they got to talk on the phone, um, like earlier in that day or something, but they were playing in the yard and That's were basically it. like, oh, what? Like, yeah, yeah like, okay, bye, mom. You yeah. know, like doing that thing that kids do because you yeah. never expect that you're never going to see your mom again, which is to say, like, you know, sort of a safety that you have as a child, like even in an escalated scenario like this, where I'm sh- sure that they were aware the danger could happen at any time. Yeah. Um, they really were just kids, you yeah. know? And I'm sure their mother loved them enough to feel like they were, she was calling every five minutes. Yeah. Like, but this is our one time to play before we have to like go have some like bullshit dinner. We want to go like get our clothes dirty and like while out. Do you know anyone this has ever happened to? Like I didn't really get to say goodbye like the right way sort of thing. I can't think of off the top of my head. I had a friend whose dad died and they had been like, she was like a teenager and she'd been like, I was like shitty. Like she was like, I had been in a shitty mood and like we weren't not talking but we weren't like talking right and like he never came home and Ugh. and like she it still like haunts her to this day yeah and it's hard because like you just have to remember like if you were a parent you know what i mean like it's like nothing to compare it to it's not like me saying i'm being a ginger versus growing up half black Correct. but like but like when wags is shitty to me like i know he loves me still yeah do you know what i mean like i know if i never came home it would affect him more than like when he bit me because he thought i was trying to steal his treats <laughs> right you know but like it is, it's tough because like I think as a parent you have to kind of soldier forward, always knowing like even if your kid was just a brat or whatever, like they love you, right? Um, and so like their association with it isn't necessarily what yep. she was thinking of when she passed. But I can't imagine that guilt that you would carry like as a kid. Yeah, and it would actually make sense is a lot of the acting out and stuff like that that they they went through, or especially Harry went through. Um in his like twenties, just like the acting out that they all did. And also remembering that every fucking year and having it splash on like there's no deny like Botswana literally right. is the only place that you probably could get some peace. And even then there's still like your mother was such a great woman. Uh, exactly. So it's like you can't get a break from this. There's never a full break. No. And that's really that's tough to think about. Yeah. It really is. And so we do learn that the twentieth anniversary of all this is coming up too. Yeah. Which that means it was like last year or something, right? Yeah, because it was yeah. 2000. It was 1998. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they, um, they basically say like, you know, the best way to get him out of here just to distract him. So they're in Africa working on, I guess, building homes or something. He's building something with cinder blocks. Yeah. And, um, 
Keep him busy. And the tour guard, tour guide behind uh, them who's working with Megan is basically explaining like Harry has done more for this country than anyone else. And like, you know, besides his mother who like did, you know, did amazing stuff. Like when she walked through the minefield, I guess Diana Prince, uh, like, famously did this PR stunt where mine minefields were like basically the biggest thing that we're going on right now. They're trying to bring awareness to landmines. Right. Right. And so she walked through um, a minefield to show kind of like the danger that was going on there. Right. And um, I, you know, I could see that bringing awareness or whatever. Sure. Um, so um, they're like, this is what these children have to go through every day. And yeah. like this isn't fair. Like it shouldn't matter more that it's me versus a child doing sure, it. So, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. But then we learn. Um, so the Megan and Harry are playing soccer with a bunch of kids. Yeah. Great. Um, and then there's a young girl that wants to meet Harry. She's really is just like a young girl. She I mean, I would say maybe no older than like fourteen or something. Yeah. She watches her two brothers, um, and she asks he asks where their parents are, and she says, uh the the guide lady says that she no, she raises the two kids by herself. Her parents died from the epidemic. I'm assuming that means AIDS, yeah. right? Um and um you know, Harry tells her, like, I'm not going to forget about you. So it's kind of waiting for a follow up on that, like yeah. where he recognized it didn't forget about her. But sure. I know they invited somebody to the wedding from Botswana. I don't know. They did. Was. Yeah. I wish it was that little girl. I think it. I'm not sure. I think it was the woman, though. Probably. But, yeah. I think because I remember them being like she was. No, there's the no way there was. It was the woman. It was right. just it was <laughs> or the little girl. It was just. Yeah. Um. So Megan and Harry are resting in bed. Um, let's play this breakdown because this is pretty important. It's 118.35 to 121.28. This is like a big sort of uh, reveal. Do you want to talk about it? Talk about what? The little girl at Sintibale. What is that to say? Lost so much, so young. And I'm doing what I can to make that situation better. Talking about it doesn't help anything. It's it's not going to bring our parents back. But it's okay to feel sad about it. Especially this time of year. <laughs> what is this? You don't need to be strong with me. I know that your family is supposed to represent the strength and dignity of an entire nation, but that is a lot to carry for a 12-year-old boy who's just lost... Okay, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> the 20th anniversary is coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so what? So talk to me. Tell me about her. I would love to know more about your mother. You want to know about the real Diana? Yes. Just like everyone else? Not like everyone else. Yeah, well, she wasn't a saint, I'll tell you that. No matter what that lady at Centibale wants to think. She told me what the name means, Centibale. Forget me not. The charity that you started to honor your mother, her bravery, her indomitable spirit. But walking through those minefields was a bloody PR stunt, for God's sake. She laughed about it later, said she was probably the safest person in Angola that day. Everyone wants her to be this bloody angel, and she played that up for the cameras, but, but in real life, she, she, was, she was complicated and sad. And she could be difficult and funny. She had a wicked sense of humor. And, and then she was gone. 
Wow. <laughs> you really have been on a TV show for seven years. You know what? I'm not going to let you pull me into a fight. I know what this is. Yeah? Yeah, you want me to get all emotional about it? Yeah, you want me to bear my soul? Well, guess what? You're an actress. Not my damn therapist. I know all about those. I hadn't sort of been graced by people recently telling me that Diana was a little bit of a kook. Right. Like, I would be completely confused by this scene. Yeah, it was a little... Even still, when he said that thing about the minefield, I was like, oh, but that, like I never would have thought that aspect. Like, say that Diana like party with Michael Jackson. I'd be like, oh, okay, that sounds fun. Right. But like and this... And even like, then, I assumed she was like a perfect lady. Like, meanwhile, right. like, of course, like, Diana was out like doing blow. Yeah, and, no, like, getting fucked up. It yeah. Up. Of course. Like, she had... And like, why would my naive self like ever not believe that she... They would let a princess walk through a fucking minefield like oh. oh yeah thinking about that now yeah they were like everything was probably all staged right but right hearing it like that i was like oh. hearing it like that was rough pearls and clutching also just like you know to kind of talk about like her mood you yeah. know like because for as far as everyone was concerned like she was really this saint yeah. of like you know maybe the the patron saint of like the unheard basically yeah. you know she was the first person to like come out and touch a child with AIDS like without yeah. like without fear like that was a really big thing at the time was that like people just did not touch children with AIDS right like, they didn't know how it was spreading didn't know what was going on yeah. yeah and it was like a almost like a bad message to say like you can do this you know but she was the person who stood out and did all of that. So to hear him kind of comment more on her personality and be like, she was difficult and she had, you know, some strange sides to her. I mean, so doesn't everyone, yeah. right? So it must've been something kind of remarkable to feel that this needs meeting, uh, needs addressing, needs addressing yeah. because like, uh, you know, basically who isn't right. You it's know? like, Oh, she could be a bitch sometimes. Like she's not like stepping on like puppies. Like she just, no, but I mean, like, it must have been worse than we think because, oh, yeah. and we can, one can assume that this is true of anyone, that they yeah. have many shades. You know what I mean? Someone might be a great person, but then they also have a dark side or they also have this or they have that. But overall, they're a great person. No, I think he was making a point to say, like, she was a lot more complicated than, than people remember her as right. being. And like, you should, like, I want you to know that. Like, it's not just like the good stuff that I miss. It's like the whole thing. Like, and that is what, for me, would have been confusing if I hadn't been more recently aware of some of her personality flaws. Like, I'd be weirded out watching this. I can't imagine, no, I can't imagine watching this without having heard that and being able to make sense of it. So, like, if you're one of the people that have, like, commemorative dye plates on your... I would have no idea what he's talking about. (laughs) I would be like, why is he being a dick? (laughs) Like... You know, and I don't, and I mean, I guess part of me still feels like, okay, like you're going a little bit extreme, but I also don't know much yeah. about it. But I, I do wonder if behind closed doors, she could be a bit of a, a terror or something. Yeah, I'm sure. Like she was in a marriage that she hated and couldn't even express herself. Like 
what did they give her like one room in her castle like right. where she could like maybe like paint a wall and like listen to like rock music like totally. other than that she had to be like prim and proper and like followed by all these horrible guidelines with a guy that didn't love her either it's not like he was so into her and she was like i don't love you he was like you're not even my girlfriend like yeah. my real girlfriend still misses She's me terribly anorexic yeah too. like she had a lot of stuff that she was dealing yeah. with at that time yeah yeah it's not fun yeah I mean, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be shocked to learn that she had some sort of personality thing, especially yeah. based off of that, like rant, like mm-hmm. just to contextualize that, like she would have to have something a little bit extra wrong with her yeah. because one can also assume that Megan's mom, all of those things he just said about her, his own mom, right. or, or two of her mom. Too, yeah. Megan could know? have been like, yeah, my mom, you know, slapped me one time and she, she called me a little bitch. Or like, but whatever. for him to have to make that point, yeah. I'm like, it must have been bad. Yeah, I could see that. It must have been worse than any of us could have imagined. Um, so Megan wakes up in the morning and Harry's leaning over her and she's like, hi. And he's like, hi. She's like, haven't you slept? And he's like, no, I've just been laying here thinking. I don't need my life to be a perfect royal picture. I just need you. Will you marry me? She's like, yes. Um, so it's on, bitch. Uh, 123 and 53 to 12601. And this is sort of like, the stuff that I guess you would have to go through if mm-hmm. you're about to marry a prince, which I don't know. I kind of feel like I would like this. It's kind of interesting. It's like um job training. It like is. Where they're it's like, like hi, training. welcome to the job. Here's your packet. Here's your information. Here's where you can get snacks. Like, And this is like a heads up, too, is that like, you know, this is before she even is able to accept the proposal actually now yeah. we know now that she's going to be in Duchess training for two years. Yeah. Which I wonder what that's all about. Probably like how to properly shake a hand because you know that country still believes in a lot of these things, so yeah. she can't break from tra- tradition. So she probably has to know like how to curtsy. Who does she curtsy oh, to? Every what? Time yeah, she breaks tradition. It's on the front page of the paper. Yeah, like, the fact that she didn't want fruit cake as her wedding cake was like a headline, right? You know. Yeah, no, the fact that she accepted her own coat of arms or whatever was like yeah. a big deal. Yeah, all of it was also all, all a big deal. Did you see the queen has a picture of them? Like one of their like n- engagement photos that nobody's seen like in her little like sitting room and it's an adorable picture of the two of them. I haven't seen that. It's where, like, where did you see the queen sitting room? Um, they were interviewing her for something when the past week and somebody zoomed in and on the like on her little like dresser area with like everything else there's like a new picture of them that we haven't seen that's really cute yeah that's cute i mean i'm glad grandma she's a grandma yeah i hope so i mean there was that famous video of like prince charles when he was just a little boy like running out to see her after she had returned from something and he goes to like clobber her with a hug and she just shakes his hand and it was a very sad depiction of like what being a child in that atmosphere must be yeah because like to you know be excited to see your mom and then that's also why I think Diana was like a lovely, refreshing thing is because she did do those things with the mm-hmm. boys that seemed maternal and like just like a, a natural mom. Whereas right. like, you know, Charles grew up hugging his mother. Hello. Like it's just or shaking Shake her hand. Shake her hand. Yeah. Like the very queen. Strange. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's play this clip. The official engagement announcement won't be for a few more weeks. Which gives us a little time to ramp up and sort PR. In the meantime... I need to know everything. Everything? Everything. All the skeletons in your closet. (laughs) If I don't know about them, I can't help. There's not much to tell, really. Let's start with your sister. She recently sold a tell-all book proposal called My Sister, the Pushy Princess. In all fairness, I can be pushy. 
And your half-brother in Oregon, a domestic incident with a handgun. The charges were dropped if it helps. It doesn't. Your father, hiding out in Mexico, that's wonderful. Okay, I could do with less sarcasm. I'm not being sarcastic. I wish the rest of your family would follow his lead and keep a low profile. Now, what about your ex-husband? We're on good terms. Although... He just sold a TV show about a guy whose ex-wife marries into the royal family. <clears throat> Anything else? Drunken flings? Uh, experimentation at uni? No, no, no. That's good, then. Very well. We've timed the engagement announcement to coincide with the favorable article and cover of Vanity Fair. I happen to have the proofs right here. Really, Macy? I think they're quite flattering. They've airbrushed out my freckles. Mm. That's common. I'm not okay with that. It needs to be the real me or not at all. Our relationship with this publication is extremely important. I'm not going to dictate terms. Well, then I will. This is just very important to me. I'll speak to them. Thank you. Like I said, pushy. Mm, indeed. I think your sister's book is going to do rather well. <laughs> I do love that line. This is one of my favorite lines. Uh, when Harry is telling his dad that he's going to move to Toronto, he's like, well, Canada's one thing. Mother's on the currency there. But Los mm-hmm. Angeles, he moved to Los Angeles for her. First of all, I love that, like, yes, Queen Elizabeth is on the money. So, like, right. this doesn't bring back this, like, question about the guy in uh, Being the like bar. Your mom can kiss, kiss my ass. Grandma, like, yeah. It's like, oh, she obviously has some sort of, like, weight over in Canada. So, like, why would you? It's so weird that was to say, disturbing. like, your grandma can kiss my ass. <laughs> That like I don't care what somebody's ground like dude you're at a bar on Halloween yeah and you're talking about his gra- like like where are your <laughs> you friends like where's your mom like, I mean like if someone said that to me in real life I guess I'd just like laugh because I'd be like that's so absurd but imagine being the person with somebody so I want oh, you to imagine yeah. going to the bar with your friend and be- okay. hearing your friend tell somebody that their grandma can kiss. I mean, that would be a real moment where I'd be like, I guess I didn't really know who Dave was. Right. Yeah, I guess Dave's I thought Dave was one bit person. Bit of an ageist asshole. Uh, your grandmother could kiss my ass. Mm, mm, mm. What a strange thing to also, say. Also, I heard you were in the co-pilot seat making like pew pew noises, <laughs> like fucking on solo. Like, also, okay, so you you mentioned this before about like uh, everybody having like Let's an just go angle. back and drag this guy. Right. Out. I hate. Sean or whatever his name is. Um, you mentioned this before about like everybody like having a story and we've seen that like, especially in LA, like anything Megan does has become like the one friend that she like signed her yearbook. Oh, come here, baby. Yeah. The one friend that she signed her yearbook, like that person now gets like a news piece run on them and like, so like everything they do, I saw the nicest. Sorry, I have to pick up Wags. Wags I know. I love Wags loves Blair, you guys. Um, it's like to the extent that she can pick him up, which is. At the end, I'll, no one is allowed to do I'll that. I'll make him mad. Um, but so I heard this wonderful thing the day of the wedding. Another reason to cry. Um, one of the cadets that was serving with Harry, um, he said that there was like, um, because everybody was joining forces to like fight the war, that there were like, there was like a group from Italy, a group from Germany, the UK group, and he didn't know Harry that well. Yeah. And, uh, I guess he was out and in his like, 
platoon. I don't know what the fuck it's called. Sure. It was fine for him to be out. But like to the Italians or to the Germans, whoever, it was like not okay. And like their commander was like, you're a sissy. And kind of like had everybody like gang up on him, like circle around him, like prison style. Oh, you mean out as gay. Out as oh, gay. okay. And he was like, you have to understand we're like whatever the term is for riding in a tank yeah he's like when you ride in a tank with somebody you get to know like this position very well so he was like so me and harry like knew each other well but we weren't friends and he was like he jumped in and was like hold up what is this y'all jumping people now like is is this what we're doing in this service yeah and like saved him he was like and i will never forget that he was like because i a hundred percent was gonna get my ass beat yeah and so i was like he didn't have to do shit like that like i feel like it's like it's very easy to be like a royal douche and like the fact that he did this and it wasn't press it's press now right it would have been great press like 10 years ago or however long like seven years or five years ago whatever and well he never even said it it was this guy coming to the press and saying you know he stood up for me like this is what he did yeah, I mean, like, I, you know, Harry's like a renegade, I guess, in all senses in that way, like where he, you know, whether it be he shows up in a Nazi costume or he's literally just, you know what I mean? Like, I think he does what he wants in a nice way. Like, oh God, I mean, you know, costume. not saying that the Nazi costume was nice, but he does what, what he wants. What is it with people over there doing this? Like, I watched like Great British Bake Off and like yeah. one of the judges did the same thing. Like, what the did fuck what? is wrong? Showed up as a Nazi? Yes. No. Like to like on the show? No, oh. no. But to like a party with his friend? I don't know. Which what it, the it, fuck the is other wrong weird with them? Thing too is that like you know the British, from my understanding, were pretty like instrumental in helping take the Nazis yes. down. Yes. So hilarious. It's odd that like. It's odd that he would find room for humor about that. I, I guess they could look at us and be like, what's up with y'all in this blackface thing? Like, I don't know. I just, I don't get it. And it's Well, here's the like- thing is that like, it's, I mean, actually now our president's a little bit different, but I would say that like, you know, it's not like, you could say that if it was like Chelsea Clinton leaving the house in blackface. Right. Like, what's with that? But there's the- no, there's no direct core. We don't do anything like that. Right. Like on the reg. No. Like, I don't think you would see one of our, like kind of our, whatever our version of nobility is yeah. coming out. Uh, you wouldn't see a Kardashian coming out in a Nazi uniform. No. That's our version of nobility, I guess. Mm. Hey, at this point. So we'll close we can get. Yeah. By the way, like not to say that like I was surprised, but I, I was a little, well, I was a little bummed out at how mean people were about Kim going to the white house, considering what she was going for. Which is like, you know, a lot of people were like, it's not her place to speak on it. But I'm like, but no one else was. Do you know what I mean? I think a lot of people were trying to and she wasn't listening. And that's one of those pass the mic moments where I'm like, sure. she could have at least like had a plus one. Somebody that like knew she did. Reform. She had someone. She had someone she had with, her. with her. Yeah. I thought she went to talk about like a specific case and. She did. This okay. woman, Alice Johnson or whatever, this woman who was like a great grandmother and who's been yeah. locked up for, I think like over 20 Yeah, it was a years. nonviolent charge. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, she's Yeah. Here. Um, but then, you know, today I wake up and it's like, I guess it was basically like not hurt at all. Yeah. Like that's what the news is today is like this, it was not a sticking point for Trump at all. And people yeah. were saying like, you know, yeah, he does the asshole thing. And of course he wants a celebrity to come by the Oval Office. Like that's what this is about. Was Yeah, but was, that's like play you know, that's why a lot of people don't play into his invitations. The same thing right. he's doing with the Eagles now. Like now he's like, Oh yeah, I disinvited them. And they're like, nah, bro, we kinda were like, we're not coming. It almost I mean it, it just makes him look worse though, because it's like there's nothing easier that he can do than pick up the phone and be like, Okay, yeah, she's free. Yeah. Like just do it that day. That's a same day decision. Do you know what I mean? Or like at least when he's doing his when he's if he is gonna do pardons 
to at least like, you know, have someone say like, this is the one that Kim Kardashian was here for. Usher (laughs) this one in. You know what I mean? Like He's a trash person. Terrible. You know who's not a trash person? Harry. Harry. I like him. I like him a lot. So, um, Megan's hair and makeup guy, uh, brings his niece to set. She's so cute. She loves Megan. She's based, she's like, can you sign this? So she has the copy. What are you looking for? My phone. Sorry. Oh, uh, oh, she has the copy of Vanity Fair with her that Megan's on and the little, she signs it for the little girl and the little girl's like, can I tell my mom you're going to be a princess? And she's like, tell your mom everything. See, this is, this is, this is the reason why this wedding and everything is important and people like making a deal out of like the dress and shit like that. Like that's fine. Yeah, and dandy. Megan says to her hair guy, she's like, this girl's too young to be watching suits. He's like, he, she doesn't watch suits. She's she knows you're of, like, right. Yeah. Of who you are as a person. Like, and so that's why I was like, kind of like, it must be nice to live in a world where you think the most important thing that happened on this day was somebody wore like an ill-fitting dress and had like a messy bun. Right. Like God bless how like, like wonderful your life is. And you don't see like, kind of the depth and the the ripple effect that this one event will have on totally. future generations of women and girls and women of color and people of color. Like my theory on the dress is this is that it was just ill fitting because honestly she probably lost a shit ton of weight the week of the wedding. Yeah. Like just like every other bride. Just also, probably fucking just so fucking she's nervous. not like a bandage dress like super huggy like booby like i just you know i thought it was fine yeah. i actually didn't notice until people said something yeah yeah um no with a veil that extra you don't need to do anything more Ugh, that veil told the story y'all. i know uh but he says to her like serious is going to change the way people see the world uh which is you know yeah yeah so Megan goes back to her place in Toronto and she tells Harry that she quit her job so that she could go to London and be an example and make an impact on the world. And Harry's like, well, okay, well, you have to meet my grandmother. So they're on the way there. They're discussing sort of, first of all, Megan's studying for her British citizenship exam, mm-hmm. which is the same thing as the American thing where you kind of just have to have familiarity with all this, these years of history, except for them, I'm sure it's so much deeper. Um, on the way there, they're discussing that the queen has to get permission because he's at the fifth in line for the crown. Um, and, um, he says he's gonna see this is, I don't love this. He goes, they're either gonna turn you away or choose to make history, which there's two things that there's a thing I like about this and a thing I don't. Yes, it's making history, but like, I wish almost in a way it was like, it didn't just come down to her making history. It's like, she's either going to like you or not like you. Like, maybe she's just, maybe she's just approving of you not to make a change in history, but just because she fucking likes you. I think that he's saying, like, she's going to go against the grain. And I think that that's been like, no, I know that's what he's saying. I think, but I think that that was like a, an actual thing that there was like a moment where they were like, you know, she is 90 something years old. Right. She could be like, not in this house. And then we're fucked. Yeah. Like she literally could stop this wedding. And what do we do then? Like that, yeah. then we're like on Gilligan's Island. Like nobody knows what the fuck to do at this point. Yeah. I mean, I got it. I also was just like, at a certain point, I was like, I wish this was more romantic. This sounds like it's very brass tacks. You know what I mean? Like, She's either going to want to change things or not change things. Yes, and it's grandma. like, well, what if she just didn't fucking like Megan? You know what I mean? <laughs> but we know that that's like in this family that liking is not a thing. Like this is very much like a business yeah. deal. Like she's not sitting down for her. And I mean, well, we hear stories that like she I did, wonder if she ever liked like, Diana because I know that she didn't like Diana at, at all towards so the that's, end. So that's a perfect example. I think Diana was a suitable match. And I think that what he's saying is like Grammy's not going to pick you up and give you kisses. Camilla will clearly yeah. by this movie. But it's just much more of like, like you get your one shot with her. And if you like 
pick the teacup up wrong or she's like maybe not and it doesn't look good and all of her advisors are like yeah. this isn't it maybe she says no and this seemed like actually when they cut to this it was pretty informal like what, what it seemed like the conversation they were having like the corgis were running around and jumping up on the couch and it seemed like they were able to have like a pretty direct conversation yeah. considering how much i figured like i might as well be like going to confession you're talking through like a screen yeah you know that's what, what i mean so they said that like Harry, when they're like, they're whatever engagement announcement day, that that was like, she's one of the few people that the corgis didn't like bark and snap at. Yeah. And that he was like, this is bullshit. He was like, I've been with these dogs for 30 something years and they bark and snap at me every time I see them and she gets to like sit down. Yeah. He was like, I knew then my grandma was going to be like, she's cool. Yeah. Cause I mean, the whole conversation, like for, I mean, that would be a nightmare. Yeah. Just like thinking about all the things that you have to do. Yes. And like things you can't do. Like, yeah, exactly. Like you can't move your hand at a 90 degree angle and you can't like uncross your legs and you have right. to wait till she, like there are rules in the castle. You can't go to sleep until she goes to sleep. Right. By castle rules. And, like, Is that true? Yeah. Oh, wow. But I mean, she's like 90. She goes to bed at like I was going to say like, yeah. Like- right. But that's like a thing. Like nobody can retire and go to bed until the queen. So yeah. like, if, like back in the day when like you had some like maniac king who wanted to party all night, everybody stays up. Oh, yeah. Everybody. It doesn't And like matter. she's also like she's born into this herself. So yeah. like, she, like talk about not knowing any differently. Yep. You know, she lived her life very rigid. Like she can't. I'm sure she doesn't make it, you know, like she didn't have even the experiences these boys did, no. you know, where they were able to go out and go to college or whatever yeah. and like kind of see, okay, that's how people act in the real world. And, and maybe okay. get treated like a normal person once. Like yeah. maybe Harry did get to go like to a liquor store in wherever in Italy and like nobody knew right. like who he was. Cause he had a hat on, like it was normal. She's never had that. Yeah. She's on the money. I wonder Canada. what she's all about. I don't know enough about her. Did you, you watch the crown and stuff? Do you no. know? Never no. seen the crown. No. Is it what it, is it a, like a mini series? Yeah. It's uh yeah, it's fictional. Okay. But then there's a documentary on Hulu. That's supposed to be really good. Cause they, the first thing that the queen says to Megan, she's like, are you involved with that show? The crown. Right. And Megan's like, no, she's like, why would they do that one when you're alive? And I was like, okay, that's interesting. Like, first of all, to think about your own mortality like yeah. that, you know, cause it's true. Like when you know, when you're Royal, you're going to be depicted yeah. forever and ever and ever. Yes. That's such a weird notion. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like even our own presidents, I think have been spared that. Yeah. Because until- we remember like maybe 10 off the top of our head. Maybe like right. smart. If you can name like 10 presidents. Off right. The top of your head. And like- they're just not like, they're not like, there's so many of them right. slash they're not, a lot of them weren't particularly impactful no. or they don't make it into like, fictionalized they're stories. not yeah they're not on the money in canada right yeah like the queen mother oh god um so i liked this a lot um the queen asked megan if she um if she like wants this life right and harry's like yeah of course we she's like i'm asking megan yeah let the lady speak um Gingy. and she goes you she says you know we all we didn't have a choice she's like i didn't your you know your boyfriend here didn't have a choice we haven't had a choice to grow up into this she's like but you do right. you can choose to stay out of this and not have your life dragged out into the press or whatever else and she says i know if i do this the entire world will scrutinize me every choice i ever make good and bad my family my heritage i know that especially and that especially because of that, I will always have the responsibility of standing for something bigger than myself. And that's terrifying. But I also know that I love your grandson. So with all due respect, ma'am, I really don't think that I do have a choice. There you go. Bam. Um, 
So then the queen tells her I want, she wants to show her something. Did you know this? Oh, yeah, I did. Okay. Like, I as no a person of color, it's like your one, like, pinpoint reference that they give you, like, if you've ever done it. Like, oh, there's somebody, like, has half black, you know, like a quarter. Yeah. I had... Well, I don't really like, I don't think we ever were forced to learn about the royals in school yeah. at any way. Like, I can't think of where we would have learned about that. But it's the same way where you like know Thomas Jefferson has like black kids out there. It's like one of those right. things like you, like you just grow up knowing where the little drop of like African blood is sure. in everybody's like history. Like, so maybe you can explain this to me. So basically, wait, the queen is decides to show them a picture yes, of a royal uh, portrait. Charlotte. Yes. Um, and she basically says, this is always my favorite one of Charlotte because they didn't try to hide her African heritage. Right. Which I had. So wait, how was Charlotte part black? Who was, who was her? How was she? That I don't know the answer to. I just know that there she was like. One sixteen. I mean, she wasn't. She was Af or African. Yeah. Um. Don't know. I wonder if like was her did her mom get pregnant randomly or was there? Like, I mean, a- knowing how like strict and rigid they were, it was probably like her. Let's say like her father was royalty. Yeah. And then her mother was like probably a descendant of the queen and then they got together and made a baby like it, there has to got be it yeah because there was a, i mean she did she looked quite like megan in the painting yeah. to be honest like she looked fairly mixed um and so the queen says to oh yes you're of mixed race harry so am i <laughs> many of her portraits tend to hide that but this one is the most authentic much like you so we see them the famous uh proposal scene over the roast chicken in the little cottage on the land. Um, that we're just going to play this last bit um, before we go into our scale. Uh, this is 136.19 to 136.45. Oh, it gets real. Very interesting announcement by the Queen. Good afternoon. My first order of business is to announce that my grandson, His Royal Highness, Prince Henry of Wales, will be marrying a divorced... African-American lady. Everybody on board? Lovely. Okay, like, I liked the idea that the queen, like, came down and, like, laid it down like that. Yeah. Do we think that's how it was done? Uh, no, I think that she... I don't think the queen speaks to people. I feel like she has somebody that comes down and is like, look, you guys, the queen's down with this. We're down with this. Yeah. Anybody that isn't down with this is going to be removed. To think about her addressing people is very strange. Yeah. I mean, I guess it has to happen. Are you with me? Yeah, I'm sorry. I found the picture on the queen's table. Oh, of Charlotte. Oh, okay. Of the... No, Charlotte is mixed. She's Portuguese. But I was saying that the queen... because. In this scene, she seems to like, this is her taking she a She seems stand. very endeared to Megan. Mm-hmm, that's yeah. what I think she likes. I'm sure, imagine, it has to be refreshing. And it's the reason why like super big celebrities get with like regular, normally normies or whatever. Yeah. Because it has to be refreshing for somebody who is poised and proper as Megan to meet the queen, but also know that she, they're breaking rules by even being together. So it's like, oh, right. this American is one over my grandson. Like, let me see what she's about. And she's like, I love your dogs. And she's not your highness and like deep bowing and like shaking when she it's also her. very rare you meet a movie star that has this sort of grace to her yeah you know like the more i watch interviews of megan the more i'm like oh she doesn't even seem like she should have been a movie star because she's too she's, special she's articulate and so like 
put together. Yeah. She's like, she has her shit together. And I think that that's, I find, I think she's probably, worked in embassies before. Yeah. Like she, Megan is like she's almost smart. too special for most of the stuff she's right. done. And I yeah. think that the queen probably, it's refreshing for her to meet somebody that wasn't like inbred royal. Right. And is just like, yes, your majesty. That or she's like, adulty American actress. Right. Who's like, you know, lovely, I'm sure. But like, you know, probably. Nothing's, not much is going on. Right. She, Megan feels like, she's like, oh, this will be a nice girl to have over for tea. Yeah. And she also has a nice thing about her too, where it's like, she knows she's special. She has a level of self-importance, Megan does, in a good way. Yeah. But she also... Is like she knows there's a bigger world than her. That's yeah. I think the the difference. But I, I don't mean mean to say like actresses are stupid. I just mean that they're very about them a right. lot of the times. Well, also you, when you're an actress, you are hyper self aware. Yeah, because you, you you're used to being on camera, so you're used to where your hand goes, where your hair goes, where your eyes go, where you. So you you approach but situations also unaware that way. at the same time. Like actresses do have the duality where they can be very like physically aware and very self-aware in certain ways, but also very unaware sometimes of how they make the people around them feel, and which I think Megan has like, she, she's aware that people around her are having normal human reactions to things. And I think that's, that's what helps her with people. Not everybody watching suits, because I think that's the letdown that actresses see when they, when they have a character or something that yeah. people know, they expect to meet that character. And they're like, yeah, no, that's not me. We have great writers. They give me my jokes and I'm not that funny in real life. And that's what starts the kind of like weird, like tango of like, where is this? Who is this person? Like, let me get to know that. Megan's a good representative from like a set, basically. Yeah. Like if you were to run her down to pretty much anywhere, I think she would fly. Which yep. is like, cool. You know, that's why I, I, I like her. I'm a real, this movie's turned me into a real stan. Yes. You're, you got the Markle Sparkle. So we are, uh, wrapped up with this lovely film. Um, do you want to show me this picture? Yes. Let me look see. It. Oh, stop yelling at everyone. Oh, that is really cute. It's on her like little like sitting table. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah. She's got a lot of pictures of the boys right there. She's a good grandma. But Megan's the only like. But we don't like her, right? I don't know. Like, I find like she's like Mrs. Butterworth. Like, she's just like. She's a cartoon, basically. She really is. Yeah. She's a bit of a cartoon. All those memes that came out about her, like looking really grumpy on the wedding day, I thought were really funny. They were hilarious. She's 90 and the queen. Like, the fact she's even outside. Like, you find me a 90 year old that's like going to a party for eight hours or like having like. Right. She's probably getting fucking here. Yeah. But she was riding horses, which I still think is. That is actually true. That's very true. Is that like even like Hugh Hefner, which is like such a bad example, but like he hid his deafness for like a decade. He couldn't hear basically anymore. Like you had to like like scream in his right ear, his left ear. He had no hearing. Right. So like I don't think it's fun for her to be anywhere at this point, aside from like having dinner and like with her corgis. Also, her dogs are dying. Like it's really sad. Her dogs are dying. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it seems like she's must have had a fucking ton of corgis though, because he's talking about these corgis like they've been around for thirty years, and I'm like, they, no, it's your corgi number twelve is around right now. They probably. First of all, he probably doesn't even know they've been swapped out, but right. nobody knows that. But like, also like you figure, okay, so he's 30 something. Like since he was a teenager, these Corgi's probably been around for a long ass time. Yeah. Yeah. He's and there's a pack of them. Like they're a thing. How many are there? Like five. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I want a Corgi. They're adorable. They're though. really fucking cute dogs. Yeah. They're so cute. Do they have back problems. Probably. Yeah. I know they can't do certain things. They can't jump. And they have spinal issues. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the rub on a corgi. Well, I have to say I thoroughly enjoyed this film. Yay, best lifetime movie. Do you want to check out the IMDB really quick? Yes. 
Um, I'm so distraught that they took down um, the message boards. Those were really fun. Why did they do that? Because like, I don't know. They're haters. Like, I don't know. Like people were having too much fun or something. I don't know why. Like I got most of my like cool facts. Well, they had like, they, they still have the things that are like, um, the bullshit trivia that people can submit the trivia. Yeah. I liked like, okay. So I like anthologies, like horror anthologies. And anytime I'd go find a bad one, I could go to the comments and people would be like, I watched this. This sucked. Here are four more movies that are better that are anthology. Right. Like, where, where am I going to get that at? Reddit, I guess. They have that stuff. What they don't, what the message boards were, were people being like, the actress that played, uh, you know, so and so is good on that wolf show, but she's not as good as she could be. Like, that's the, that's like yeah, the, the message boards. At the yeah, 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 yeah. That's where I get my, that's where I get my information from. What they do have, uh, is still reviews, thankfully. Um, so let's, let me, let me read you a couple reviews. Um, they better be favorable. This was a 10 out of 10, surprisingly yes. good by SMD. <laughs> yes. Uh, this film was much better than I thought it would be. Yeah. It's really good for a TV movie. The actors who play Megan and Catherine look scarily like the real thing. All the actors do a great job of portraying their part. The acting is decent and it's a wonderful story. I love a good mushy love story. Parisa appreciation time. I know. Um, oh, this one has a warning spoilers on it. Let's see what this is. This is a two out of 10. Fluff and nonsense. This is by PM, PMN9. Some of the actors had good likenesses. The queen wasn't even close. The guy who played Harry had too narrow of a face. The story itself seems to have been written by some idealistic who knows little about the royal family. For one thing, no, there's no reason whatsoever that the Duke and Duchess of Cornwall, Charles and Camilla, would be at Pippa Middleton's wedding, and much less... Princess Michael of Kent, the woman wearing the uh, Blackamoor brooch. The Blackmore brooch. The, yeah. yeah. Why is it written like Macklemore? Blackamore. B-L-A-C-K-A-M-O-R-E. I don't know. Maybe that's how. It's, I mean, that's how it's written. It sounds like fucking she wrote this review. It's the bitch with the brooch that wrote this Aside review. Aside from the fact that Prince William is married to Catherine, no one in the royal family is related to the Middletons. So why would they be at her sister's wedding? And didn't they all go to Pippa's wedding? I and Megan so. went to the party. He probably. Suck a dick, you hate. And Charlotte of Mecklenburg Strelitz. Oh my African right heritage was nine generations. Oh, so it's Charlotte. Yeah. Yes. So it's Charlotte. Okay. Her, it was at least nine, African heritage was at least nine generations that are past. With a lot of Latin, mainly Portuguese and German ancestors in between. I'm not doubting that she had African heritage, but it was so far removed that to make it so much, that to make so much of it, the justice that her majesty would have accepted Miss Markle marrying into her family because of her fourth great grandmother's distant heritage is really overstating things. The queen is far more tolerant than people give her credit for. Oh. She reigns over the Commonwealth with several heads of state of color and treats them with respect and dignity. She doesn't talk down to anyone. And I know personally that, I know that personally from meeting her on a walk about 30 years ago. Well, tell that Corgi. To Thirty get the years fuck ago, offline. they met. Thirty years ago, they First met of all, on a walk. This is this is what I was saying about people like criticizing the wedding. Like, what a lovely world that you live in to think that yes, just because she interacts with people of color regularly, that she'd be so down to have them in their family. I really hate to tell you that that is not a reality. People can work next to like Sandra and you know Bet and have be down with it, but the moment that their daughter or their son decides to marry, then it becomes a problem and not. Like, like 
oh, maybe like, let's think about this. Like an actual, like, I don't think we can do this. Right. Right. Yeah. So like, good for you, Corgi. Well, let's visit Joe Beth's mom, 1998, who gave this nine out of 10 stars and wrote almost like the real thing. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed this even better than the one they did about William and Catherine. All the acting was well done. Taking a star off for the gratuitous sex scenes. I mean, they look. were a little gratuitous. I, we needed that. I we know. needed that good love. <laughs> Give me that good ginger love. Guys, this is my favorite Lifetime movie I've ever seen. I know. And that's saying a lot because you two love this. I really thought that I, I didn't think I'd be like, uh, talking, like, I knew this. you would be 10 out of 10 with this. I knew I, it. I like it, but I didn't think I'd have to be reminding you that this is a Lifetime movie. Cause there was a couple of times where I was like, okay, but like the reason why that sucked is cause it's Lifetime. Though. I'm like, you no, know that, right? why didn't they make it the real thing? I'm with the 30 year friend of the queen right there. Yeah. The third, they met on a walk 30 years ago. Okay. He knows her fucking well. He knows her motivation. What is he, a groundskeeper? Like, where the fuck was she walking? No, literally, I like, honestly, it was probably one of those things where, like, the entire street and they are, like, closed. Yeah, and, like, maybe, like, she walked over it. But, like, he's telling, like, as if, like, as if they interacting with anyone on the street for, like, three seconds is, like, proof that they are or are not racist. Yeah, like, like I saw Lena so Dunham, odd. like, drive through the Whole Foods parking lot. Like, I know that it's She's a great good. girl, okay? Great. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. <laughs> I'm taking two off because... So, Blair, I know you wanted to undo your original. Last year, we... I asked you, same question I ask everyone, what's your favorite movie of all time? And last year, you think you said a Quentin Tarantino I movie. I did. Which, I mean, you're like, oh, I'm stuck with that. I have a true romance tattoo. But that's different. I don't associate him with that movie. Yeah, he just wrote up. I just associate Brad Pitt smoking out of a bear. That's hot. That's what I learned from that movie. Is that you could smoke out of a honey bear? Yeah, Gary Oldman is not a Jamaican. Yeah, he's not Jamaican. I had a full fight with Brian about that. He thought I was making that whole scene up. Really? He was like, there's no, he was like, what are you saying? Cause this is when the Oscars came out. And I was like, no, Gary Oldman, gold tooth, Jamaican. And he was like, what are, are like eating Jamaican food? I was like, no, like them boy, don't you know? And he was like, there's no way that you're telling me this is happening. All right. And I was like, oh, Luke Passan, sit down, get ready. Yeah. And so I made him watch the scene and he was like, but there's, black person sitting next to him allowing this to happen yeah yeah, it was a different time yeah it was a totally god i love that movie so much totally different vibe um okay so your favorite movie as you poke the bear the literal bear over there um my favorite movie is oh god oh there's too many and you have a movie podcast now as well we should we should plug that right now. Fish Netflix. And um, it's all about fashion and film and how we identify and how we see ourselves in fashion and film because I'm the least fashionable person, but anything I have on at any given time is from di- like indirectly related to a movie because my mom and did it's, costume. And you picked design. some really good movies so far. Marie, Mo- like Marie has real, Marie is like chic as fuck. Is, is that like your her partner? Official- yeah. Is it Marie Lodi? Chic as fuck. And she really, like we both love like VHS films, like, yes. like like crazy ones. So we really went to like moments that we could identify with. And so yeah. we're going from there. And also people are like submitting their own. That's great. So like, yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause you've like, haven't, you've picked like, I mean, at least Jawbreaker was one that's like, okay. Yeah. Like every, right. but like you most, most of the movies you picked have been like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, Overboard was, that. that surprised the shit out of me and over everything in Overboard that Goldie Hawn 
wears is yeah. something Cardi B could wear today. And I was oh, like, this is, this is amazing. Wait, so did they come out with the Overboard remake already? Yes, and I saw it. Okay, because I think Logan said he saw it, but he didn't know Overboard was a remake, which is like, that's how young he is. Oh. But who was in the remake? Anna Ferris. And oh. it's a, the opposite. So a guy, fall, a rich guy right. falls off a boat and she takes him in. Okay. Um, is it good? There are a lot of nods to the original. I just saw the original. So there were moments that I was like, this is okay. It is very problematic for me to see like a white woman pick up like a, you know, like. Oh, it was like a not white guy. Oh, no, 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 no. Like he's like, like Mexico's number one, like, uh, like richest okay. man in the like world. I don't know. Like he's like very, very wealthy. Yeah. And so like he's from Mexico and like his family is like. I don't remember what they, it's like, so maybe in like metal, they're like hugely wealthy, like the Rockefellers. Okay. And so like he falls off a boat and she's like, now you're going to be my. That's crazy too. I, I remember that movie being like one of the funniest fucking movies I've ever seen in my life. No, like it's, when I was a kid, you know? Yeah, it's sweet though. Yeah, we picked It's a really ones. great movie. We have another good one coming up. Marie picked, um, the Lost Boys. Oh, that's Which good I, one. which one because. Male fashion is hard too. That's so, but yeah. There's so many good. The Goonies is moments. pretty iconic for guys too. Yeah. Like all of the, all of their outfits were, I mean, that's one of their, my favorite movie types in that like it's, you're wearing your whole, your outfit the same movie like the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Which I love that. Cause you're it, doing Romeo and Michelle. You have to come on and do Romeo and Michelle. That's my favorite movie of yeah, all time. Yeah. You have yeah, to do course. the fashion in that one. Yeah. That's like one of my favorite. That's like my favorite comedy probably. But uh, anyway, back to... Ooh, I was avoiding this. Yeah. My favorite movie is um, The First Charlie's Angels. Oh, okay. Okay, great. There so on a scale of... By the way, like I feel like people are having like a resurgence of loving and missing those films. <laughs> I don't know. I've watched the second one twice this week. Really? It's on HBO all the time. I, I feel like I, I keep hearing about the Charlie's Angels movies. Like, Good. I hope they recently. make a third one. I hope so, too. Let's do it. So, um... Okay, so on a scale of one to ten, one being uh Charlie's Angels, uh, and ten being oh sorry, is it one to five? Yeah, one to five. One right? to five, yeah. Five being the most lifetimey and one being the most like a real movie. Right. Where where would you put this for acting? For acting, this is a two. We're on our way to real movie. I think so too. Yeah. Believability of the world and characters. It's, this is a new one for us. Oh, and I, this is the believability is so on point that we're now like nitpicking like one. I would say this is a two for me just because I would give it a three, but I'll meet you in the middle on two. I mean, there was that Lion King moment. I guess so. I okay, just, the, two, three, two, two, three, two, three, two, three, there were I'll lions. There were no lions. There was no lions. You're right. That but also be- for me, it was more like just like the kind of like, just the reality of like the set and like the you know threw this shit off Steve and his unbelievable knowledge of his grandmother at the bar that makes it unbelievable. oh Steve oh yeah, yeah the drunk guy yeah fuck Steve yeah that makes this unbelievable oh, um this creative use of words to avoid censorship um honestly this is this yeah. was not great I would say this is almost a four for me or something and I know that that's most like oh wait this is actually hard. So they bleeped twice in this movie. I feel like mine wasn't bleeped. I'm going to go home and look. No, there was definitely, I, 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 there's definitely a bleep. She does say like the, but the word she says is very short. Okay. And so I was like, I'm like, is she saying the fucking N word? Like, is she like going hard right now at this wedding? I feel like it wasn't bleeped in mine. I'm going to go find it. I, yeah, it was, I can find it if you want, but Mm -hmm. it was very, it was very weird. Um, 
But like, nor I'm talking about like the frickins of the world. Like yeah. the, oh, that was so stinking cool. Right. Like, you know what I mean? That's the, that's normally the lifetime. They didn't really go there with we didn't that. Ha- no. Also, I feel like all the other ones are like nice ways to say somebody was murdered or like sex. But they weren't creative. So I feel like this is this, I have to give it like a three or something because they fully fucking bleeped two words. Yeah. You know, that's like rare. I understand her saying that. But then doesn't that give them points because they were in the script? So like bleep is like, they really went there. I mean, if you want, you're going to pull this wave. Okay. Dialogue. I, for me, this is a three. The dialogue is, was not, the dialogue was sold by the acting. Dialogue was sold by the acting. I say two. I'm giving it a three. Wardrobe. This was the Wardrobe most like one. Real, it's yeah, the, this it's is the amazing. Most, like, a real movie that Wardrobe, I've seen. Every, even the fucking extras. Like usually, I can catch a guy in the background in like an ill-fitting like whatever like right suit like where you're like oh that he literally went to like central casting and they didn't have anything they said aside. you have to come dressed right and he has on like kicks own. on and yeah. like an apple watch like he this was amazing yeah they did a really good job hair and makeup um they did a great job with hair and makeup Oof. too i'm gonna I give it a won. two i say one because that was like there were multiple wigs and wig pieces and like william's fake hair and i feel like parisa's a lot of hers was like a wig like i feel like this was good and it was some good wig action. i'm gonna give it a two it wasn't major mo- motion picture wig for close me. i just it saw the trailer close. for mama mia and, <laughs> and i'm looking mama mia is closer to a lifetime movie than like pretty much any <laughs> lifetime movie we watch for music this is a one for me oh there's no music they and licensed the par- music they got patsy klein oh they got yeah. You really are into Oh, I thought the music was distracting. I, I mean, it was good. Oh. Oh, uh, well, I mean, like, for a Lifetime movie, it wasn't, like, crazy sound-alikes where no. it was, like... No, not like that time where we heard Kesha, fake Kesha. Yeah, or, like, for a Lifetime movie, I mean, it was a little, it was score-heavy. It was... Okay, you know what? I'll give it a one, too, because there was a moment where you're like, is this Coldplay? Yeah. As opposed to them being like, this is the most pathetic attempt at Coldplay ever. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. All right. All Warm right. play. Um, crying. There was no, no like big crying scene, nothing like that. They played it very, very real. I would say it was like a little overwrought on um Harry's part yeah. with like especially some of the stuff in Africa. It was just a little overwrought. Uh, the same thing with the screeching with the paparazzi at the door. Like, girl, you're from oh, LA. Yeah. And maybe and I'll give that a three. Suits, this was like, cause closer to a three. Like, there was a couple things where I was just like, this is a little. Somebody's opening your door. Like, yeah, get it on. Yeah, victimization of the female character. I mean, this was not that typical movie and that you know so like one. she's being chased but at the same time like Owen. kate i feel like got it i mean they all kind of like had a moment kate could be a royal bitch we don't know she could uh yeah i mean you don't think megan was a victim of this in this movie at all nope you want to give it a one this is going to be the least lifetimey movie of all time okay Failure and or refusal to jump to the logical conclusion, which is like, mm. it's hard because this doesn't have like one of those things where it's like clearly this your is also real life, so right? Like you know, but there were so many unnecessary things to be explained where you're like, like when she was like, I don't understand what to do with this. He could have easily been like, Yo, this is what it's like to be part of the paparazzi machine. Let me sit down with you. And he's like, Well, my mom's dead too. So right? Like, yeah. Like, like they couldn't. Their arguments were definitely like stilted, yeah, and not like an actual like conversation. Right. Right. So maybe like a two, three. Okay. That irritated me a little bit. Dropped plot lines. Um, no. No, not really. 
Diane is a lion. I would have liked to know more about her parents. But I mean, well, where ultimately this movie came out, it was like this was basically up until that point. I bet they get a sequel. You think so? I think they're gonna do like a royal baby next. They're you gonna think get a, so? Yeah, I think whatever happens next, they're gonna get it. They're gonna do a sequel to this movie. Yeah, there was really no drop plot lines in this. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a one because they've kind of followed through on everything. Like our questions now are based more off the actual wedding itself. Yeah, you know. Um, and then the font um, was unremarkable. It was nothing to me. It was. Like, you know what? They didn't have a title card or anything. They didn't have those in between things, or even the ones where it's like five days later or six. Yeah, no. Everything was kind of just. We had to like glean that like time has moved on and it's really just the title is what we're talking about i don't even remember that it was very like it was very like 90s disney movie just like kind of straightforward written like out um i mean honestly it's kind of like it's like let's just give it a two because it wasn't made special so four five uh eight so it's the best lifetime movie ever 12 14 what I'm hearing is numbers that like you'd pay to see this at like ArcLight. So it's 20. This is like our least, our yes. least ranked movie of all time. This I love is the closest to curve. a real movie of all time. I love this. And Last I have time to be I like with you, it was like yes. this is pretty much the closest yes. we've watched to like a legitimate film with real actors and act- well, I like it's funny because I don't know anybody but her, and I only know her because she's awesome on Twitter. Everybody should follow her on Twitter. She's fucking. Amazing. The actress that played Megan. What do you mean? She's funny on Twitter? Yeah, Henley. Yeah. Wags is having his moment. But yeah, she's funny on Twitter. She's really active socially. She's a lot like Megan. She knows her fans. She thanks them. When um, Midnight Texas was like on the verge of getting canceled, she was like very honest about like why she would want it to continue and where she wanted to go. Like, I love her. I love her. She's amazing. This is uh, rated a 5.9 overall on IMDb. Well, William and Kate is just a 5. So. All right. Yeah. So a six. Let's just round up. I wonder who played uh, Camilla Luddington, played uh, Kate Winslet in the movie. And she, yeah, she's not in this. She wasn't this. I mean, they should have just gotten the same one. Like, what the fuck is she doing? She was on Grey's Anatomy for a spell, but like, who cares about that? Oh, the but I think one of the people that worked on the Royal show worked on this. Oh, really? Yeah. I think they wrote the script. Interesting. So, like, they were already doing that. Is such a good show, Annie. I love that show. It's so not made for American TV. Um, the actress who played Princess Diana was quite good, and I know her from something. I'm not really sure what. Hold Your on. dreams. Your yeah. Lion dreams? No, she was on a show called Filthy Rich, which I don't know. Um, it seems like she's not that much of a working actress. She's done a couple things, but it doesn't. She was seem- made for this. She was fantastic. Um. And I want to see who played Kate in this movie because she was quite good. That's herself. the girl from Royals. Okay. Let me see. It's so weird to call her Catherine. That's not her name. Laura Mitchell is her name. That's a worse name than Catherine. She's very big on like the yeah she Cheesy. does she does Hallmark. I don't really like to talk about Hallmark. Guys, by the way, I know about the Jodie Sweet Hallmark movie, and I don't need you to talk to me about it. It doesn't mean anything to me. There's a, we'll I don't talk fuck with Hallmark. I'm like, kidding. I don't, I get, I get angry about I it. I see. I don't fuck with Hallmark. Like, stop talking about it to me. I've, I don't know. I think I watched one because there was a writer that I really liked that did a Hallmark movie. Yeah. And I there are a couple people. It's possible. Wait, I mean, who does look, the Charlene Harris ones? Like the the murder 
Baker. Oh, the, the baker. oh, is that what that lady's name is? Yeah, Those the one baker? she did True Blood. Yeah. Oh, she Aurora did- Tea Garden. Those ones. Oh wait, so she wrote. Whoever did True Blood also wrote the Aurora like, Tea Garden the, mystery Baker murder. Wow, that is some dark <laughs> shit. I had no idea. Yeah, uh, my perfect romance is the Jodie Sweetin TV movie that just happened. Why is she so? Jodie's on something called Strange Ones now, which oh, is a wow. new, which is a new series. Wow, Jodie's fucking booking shit. Happy to hear that. Yeah. Well, Blair, thank you so much for being here. Everyone check out Fish Netflix. I am so happy that this was our second episode. And honestly, you know, I don't know if we peaked too early because we're never going to get better than this or it's just going to go downhill, which is what I think we all really like. I love that. Let's steamroll this shit like snowball this motherfucker. Let's get to the bottom. Yeah, I agree with you on that. This was a fantastic movie. I honestly really do recommend this as a watch to like anyone. Will I say, do I say watch this with your husband? No, probably not. But this is definitely like, this was a great night at home for me. I think you should watch this with everybody. I think you should watch it with your mom, with your husband, with your preacher, pastor, you rabbi. You invite the preacher over to watch it. Oh, I think you should watch this in church. I think when they have you like the like... You think you should watch it in yeah, church? Yeah, like when they have the like <laughs> overnight lock-ins, like okay. put this on. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that's going to get the... Uh, I think you should watch it at your bachelorette party. That would be fun. Yeah, I think you should watch it on your birthday. Yeah. This One is of those my bachelorette parties where everyone's locked in the house for the weekend. Yeah. Ugh. God. That's, that's what this is. This is for this. Well, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. Sammy, thank you for producing the show as always. Thank well, you. I like thanks for not having a huge fucking meltdown. <laughs> All right. And Blair, you're the best. You guys, make sure you check out our Facebook group. Just look for 8 Inches Uncut. That's the type the mm. letter 8, spell out inches, and then write uncut. And on Facebook. Make sure you write that on Facebook. <laughs> Otherwise. Uh, and it'll come up. And we have a, quite the community over there. I also sometimes announce the movies a little bit early on there. So if you want to get ahead of the schedule, you can do that that way too. All right, you guys also make sure you're checking out the lifetime movie club, lifetime movie club.com slash malls. You get a month free. All right. Bye guys. Bye. Watch this movie. for listening to season three of mother may i sleep with podcast our show today was made possible by our coordinating producer nicole matthew as well as our producer sammy junio much love to christina lopez for all of her help and elizabeth brozek for that killer logo we love it when new listeners find our show and the best way for that to happen is landing in the apple podcast charts you can help us out with that by making sure you're subscribed to the show and if you want leave a review and if you really want to support the show you can head to our patreon patreon.com slash m-m-i-s-w-p for information on our ranking system episode details and social media head to mother may i sleep with podcast.com i'm your host molly mcaleer you can find me on twitter and instagram under m-o-l-l-s malls and if not there on my couch binging lifetime movies see you next time Hi, I'm Alexis Ohanian. You may know me as one of the co-founders of Reddit, 
But more recently, a large part of my identity is being a father to my two wonderful daughters. In my podcast, Business Dad, I'm hoping to open up the conversation about balancing careers and family. The one thing I constantly hear successful people say, without fail, is that they wish they'd spent more time with their kids. That's time no one can get back. So I decided to create Business Dad to engage in the conversation about how we're spending our time now, providing a forum for successful dads to share their joys and challenges of being a working parent. You'll get to hear from a wide range of business dads, from Rain Wilson and Guy Raz to Todd Carmichael and Shane Battier. And while this podcast will talk about business and will definitely be featuring dads, I think everyone can learn something from these incredible conversations as we unpack the expectations we all have about careers, relationships, and ourselves. Business Dad is available now, so be sure to listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you.